All right, extra long weekend is over. Now the work week begins for many of you. And the Robert Scott Bell Show is on. We're back. We're in studio. We're live. We're happening. We've got a great show lined up. Hour one, our good friend Zen Honeycutt is going to join us with some updates from around America. You know, moms across America and so many wonderful things that she is doing. We love having her on to get getting caught up on all of that. Uh, let's see what else we got. Hey, it's the first Tuesday of the month. So our friends at Nutritional Frontiers are going to show up. Joe Messino scheduled today and Dr. Elizabeth Carter, who I met at the uh, education event in Pittsburgh last month which is great. I was talking about, I want to talk to some of the practitioners that are using the nutritional frontiers formulas and we got it. It's going to be great. Uh, let's see. We got a question today about DMG. Remember I was telling you about the glyphosate punching holes in your gut, displacing the glycine, etc. This DMG and um, Judy Mikovits has been talking about it, helping you counteract it. That's still not me endorsing you eating glyphosate infested foods. I'm not doing that, but understand that if there's repair, there's protection defense. I want you to have access to those tools as well. And what percentage of people got jabbed when they said, get jabbed or you're going to die in America? The trend is great. Not good enough, though, because you know me, but great. It's great nonetheless. And what did I do this weekend? We'll show you. Ready to start the healing? Yeah, let's get this healing party started right about now. Robert Scott Bell Show is on. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, y'all back at it here, broadcast healing, and I'm glad to be back. But at the same time, I had a, an amazing, amazing three day weekend. Uh, I took some time off. We did have a, a new, I believe, hour. Yeah, it was. It was a great interview on Sunday's uh, radio broadcast that we do syndicated uh, through GCN with my good friend Tor McPartland. Learned a little bit more about the backstory of the delimonene from orange peel you understand that we've been utilizing that as a cleaning agent and also as a safe pesticide ants roaches bugs aphids that kind of thing without harming your organic crops or gardens or greenhouses not harming your kids or your pets anything like that so give a listen to that i did hear and i was so pleased to hear about your response to the orange guard you've been slamming the ace hardware stores getting more orange guard how cool is that that uh, you know, unfortunately, a place that still sells a lot of garbage, like all of those retailers do, but you're voting with your dollar. And this is an important message if there ever was one. We can't wait for the federal government, even the state agencies, to do the right thing. You make your choice by voting with what you buy and what you don't buy. But also maybe say, hi, neighbor. I wish you weren't doing that uh, glyphosate, that Roundup stuff. It might be an uncomfortable conversation, but. If you talk about your concern and caring for them, you don't want them to die of cancer. I, I know it's an intense discussion to have, but I'm just thinking out loud. Now, uh, what we did this weekend, in addition, I don't know. I'll check in with Super on what he did because he's always working. I don't know if he even took a moment off, uh, but we went out uh, to the shooting range outdoors, had a great lot of vitamin D, a lot of sunshine. We sent a lot of lead down range at this place outdoors and uh, had a blast with my buddy Laban and his wife, Anna. She is from Russia originally, and we had, a, a, because my son is such a collector of things, had a lot of interesting Russian-type firearms, too, uh, that were shooting some unusual ammo from back in the day. But we had just, again, a good time, and nobody got hurt. This range was filled with lots of people across, hundreds of yards across, uh, and people were respectful. There was no violence against one another. And people understood gun safety and all of that. And so the thought that, oh my gosh, if you want guns, you want to kill people. No, we want to defend life. We want to defend life, liberty, and property. And those people on Australia and New Zealand 
and England, UK, Canada that have lost some or all of their right to keep and bear arms recognize their vulnerability now after COVID and lockdowns and shutdowns and things like that. So I know Labor Day is probably more of a socialistic labor union kind of celebration day. But look, if you want to associate with someone and, and form a union, that's your freedom to do so. So I'm not a, I'm not opposed to that. That's not my point. But my point is saying that freedom is not something you can go to sleep on because there are people that will pretend to do it for you. But what they really mean and want to do is enslave you and dole out freedom in little bits and bites, which is basically a form of slavery when you get to ask permission for something that used to be a right of yours now is a privilege that the government will say, oh, no, it's still your right. Like to say no to getting injected with synthetic mRNA. You mean I got to ask permission to say, you, you got, I got to play, beg and plead because I have a religious, philosophical, or even scientific or medical belief that that injection is a crock of you know what? In fact, the crock of you know what would be probably better than the mRNA, synthetic and otherwise. And then going back into all of the other historical perspectives on vaccination now, many doctors are waking up to realize that they've been scammed. They believed lies and they pretended to have the science on their side whenever what the science is, which is not the science. It's like scientific methodology to determine safety and efficacy, much less understanding the reason why you may or may not want to inject anything into your body as far as enhancing immunity, et cetera. This hour, Zen Honeycutt's going to join us. We'll talk about her updates, Moms Across America and other things. One of the things that she's doing is related to food and neighborhoods. And one of our favorite topics is growing food and getting food grown locally so that in a grid down scenario or supply chain disruptions, we can find and navigate our way through it without all dying or becoming zombies to try and eat one another. That's not a good scene, not a good plan. Don't want you to go down that road. But in order to prevent you going down that road, you got to do stuff about growing your own food. Saving some too, of course. Uh, with that, let me bring in Super Don into the mix. Welcome, my friend. How was your uh, holiday weekend? Did you take any time off, or as usual, not a not a minute? I took some. Yeah, you did. I mean, it was just a lot of just hanging out. Um, you know, uh, the biggest I think activity we did was we did go to the farmers market on Saturday. Okay. Which we do every Saturday. Um, you know, and you just kind of walk up and down. We got some carrots and some. Um, mm-hmm. I've eaten them. I'd show you, but they're not uh, here anymore. The, the I didn't take food pictures. I didn't. The blackberries that we have here in Oregon are huge. They're like football. Oh, you know? Yeah, love them. Um, so yeah, yeah nice. we had you know beets and whatever. Anyway, yeah. so we went and did the the um, farmers market. Good local thing. organic clean produce. A little bit different of an experience this time around though, because we're walking by and there's other you know like booths and stuff there where people are selling stuff and crafts and you know yeah. whatever. And uh, I was walking by, and there was this this older couple just sitting in this booth, and they're like, "I can't, you know, you know how you do when you walk by, you kind of do things, you give things kind of a glance, and you know, and if you make eye contact, you get high. How are you? And you keep yeah. moving, right? And and I'm walking by, and the guy says, "So are you interested?" And I'm like, "I don't in know. What? what are you what? what are you doing?" Yeah. Turns out that there's this national organization called Braver Angels. Mm-hmm. Never heard of these guys before. Uh, but they've they've started a, a chapter here in in the town that I live in, and what it is is it's uh, the the wife is a conservative and the husband is a liberal. Okay. And what they do is they have people meet and get together, and the focus of the group is to take people with different political mm-hmm. ideologies, yeah, and get them to be able to speak to each other mm-hmm. and find common ground, yeah. And be able to communicate. And Isn't I was that like, amazing? We got to learn like, that again. Wow. Yeah. That, 
that's really cool. I think I might be interested in checking this thing out. So they're yeah. they're having their first meeting next uh, uh, Saturday. Love it. It's like three hours. I don't know if I want to spend three hours doing that, but they have like people come in and talk about how to communicate and and yeah. talk with people and have differences. Did they of tell ideas you about and... how you settle your disputes by Jello wrestling? Did they include that? I was going to spring that on them at the first meeting and <laughs> no, see, see how they react to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just just yeah. in case. You know, it's yeah. interesting you bring that up too because remember the documentary that I've been part of, uh, helping uh, be you know in, interview people who have been injured by the COVID jabs. Uh, a number of them uh, are very much of the liberal Democrat uh, ideology, and, and so they really, genuinely, sincerely, with all their heart, believe they were doing the right thing. If it wasn't for themselves, it was like to to help others, right? This this kind of do-gooder mentality. I don't think there's anything wrong with being someone wants to do good, but the point is they they didn't really dig deep below the surface, and now they're harmed or injured by it. And rather than met with compassion by their fellow Democrat liberals, they have been outcasts. I'm like, what was their crime? They actually got the jab that all the people said on the left, you got to get it. They got it. They got harmed by it. And now that they've been harmed by it and they're acknowledging the relationship between the jab and the harm, they're suddenly pariahs Mm. in their own community. You think about that and you say, they're not even talking to their own. So there's a there's a big gap to to, to bridge. And in fact, the documentary that I just learned about that we're going to be viewing at the National Health Freedom Congress, the 23rd, 24th of September in Minneapolis, St. Paul, with the National Health Freedom Coalition and Action Group. Uh, Diane Miller, Julie Boras putting together an amazing event, 13th one, is by a woman who is, again, more of the left political side, Democrat political side, got the jab, and guess what? Got injured. And she's not trying to bash anybody over it. She's like, let's share the stories. That's my point, too. As much as I can be upset with somebody who is of that ilk or viewpoint, it isn't because they're of that ilk or viewpoint. It's because they want to bash us over the heads if we don't agree with them. That's not real human communication. And that's where it falls apart. And so it isn't that we have to agree on everything. That's never been my point. But it's about peaceful support of each other, even if we disagree. Say, look. We are humans. We all have different viewpoints and experiences. We can disagree and we can still be pals like it used Mm -hmm. to be. So that's thematically something interesting there, Super D. I think we'll show some of the pictures and a video of of the shooting um, next hour before we bring up uh, Joe Messino and Nutritional Frontiers. Because this uh, this opening poll is very interesting before we get to Zen in just a moment. Um, An economist, YouGov poll, three in 10 Americans did not get COVID-19 jabbed. Three and ten. Now, what was my first response to you when we were talking earlier today? <laughs> that's not good enough. I'm disappointed <laughs> in my fellow Americans, right? I'm a. Yeah. That's where I'm a hard ass. I'm like, uh, that's all. Three and, and ten. And I had it. to interject, and yeah. I had to say, Robert, do you yes. remember, like, yes. ten years ago, yes. fifteen years ago, it was like in the single digits. I know. You know, and yeah. now we're thirty-three ish percent. I mean, come on, man. I know. You're right. You're right. That's the point of it. it's like. <laughs> I'm like always wanting to get better and do do better. And well, yet that's better. You're, you're right. It is three and 10, yeah. 30 and a hundred, 33 and a, whatever that's it one is. Third. 30%, 33%, whatever, dude, that's amazing. And we've talked about this as far as when I started in broadcast media in 1999 with then jumpstart your health, eventually become the Robert Scott bell show. Yeah. You know, if there was 1% of us, much less two or 3% of us that had questions about jabs or were obstinate like me of like, no way, no how, my kids when i have them and it was a 99 later that year my first year we had my son and then my daughter in 05 never been jabbed never even had an antibiotic now they're still in the minority but dude 
30%, not getting any jab, much less this one, and now starting to look back and going, you know what, I'm never getting another one, like Peter McCullough, who when I first met him was like still getting the flu shot every year. Now he's like, I'll never get another shot again. Never going to subject my kids to these shots. So for those that think change can't happen or the proverbial zebra can't change its stripes, I don't think humans are like zebras with stripes. You have the opportunity to transform and make better decisions as you learn. Now, not everybody does. I acknowledge that. I agree with that. But look at the second story, and you'll find out that transformation is happening right before our very eyes. Public school enrollment is down by nearly 2 million. Cheryl Atkinson is reporting out of a recent poll. That's 2 million fewer kids to be indoctrinated into the worship and glory of government. And that includes government agencies that support the use of things like GMOs and Roundup. I mean, with all the suits against Roundup and all the evidence put out scientifically about the link to cancers, how is it possible the EPA hasn't caught full-on recall of Roundup and the ingredient glyphosate? Do you wonder? You think that maybe that they're in the pocket of the industries that they're supposed to regulate and regulatory capture is a real thing. And that the more you centralize power and bureaucracies, those multinational corporations with no allegiance to any nation or state will have an easier time of owning and controlling you and everything you're allowed to purchase or even say about those purchases. Folks, freedom is about decentralization. It's about autonomy. It's about self-rule. And that's not to... Uh, in any way mean that, oh, I, I get to rule over everybody. No, rule over yourself. And in that sense, you don't allow others to rule over you and vice versa. It's about respect and freedom. But we have to gain the other side of that freedom coin, which is responsibility. That's not a bad word. That's an awesome word. Because with it, you understand the concept of real sovereignty, not as a terrorist because they think so, but the, say, the starting point of America where sovereignty is with the people not an emperor, a king, queen, president, or even a judiciary. It's also with bodily autonomy and how to take care of yourself. And even if the government doesn't know what you should be doing, even though they pretend they do, and the things that they promote will destroy your health and your life, there are people like Zen Honeycutt are standing for individuals to make better choices, to educate beyond approval by any government agency anywhere, even though what we say is more correct and what she says is more correct than most of these agencies, not surprisingly. But the question is, are you willing and able to stand up for what is right and be a living example for others and to be part of the so-called solution, not the problem? This is Zen Honeycutt. She's got uh, this, uh, what is this unstoppable thing? We're going to hear about this. I like that. Un she's unstoppable. Founder, executive director, we go back to so many things, but Moms Across America is where we first learned about her. Zen, welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Oh, Robert Scott Bell and Don and the audience, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be with you. Well, I, I hear you fine. Unfortunately, your video is out of sync again, so y'all have to deal with it. But it, we, most people listen to this show later, so hopefully uh, we'll get back. Oh, you're back. It's a weird glitchness, but Zen, it's so good to see you. Uh, I know you, you couldn't make it to the uh, Autism One this year in uh in phoenix yeah. mesa which i think i remember I have great memories when we were broadcasting together and i didn't have to do much when you were around i just kind of kick back and go take over zen <laughs> we go had for fun it. we yes, had we fun <laughs> yes we did so what is going on at moms across america give us some updates and i know we've got some other uh, offshoots of things that are happening like the neighborhood food network we're excited to talk about with yes, you yes i'm so excited so at moms across america can i just follow up on the conversation you just like what you just said about vaccines yeah. and health freedom and all of that i just need to to jump right in here and follow up on that cuz i want everybody to know 
If you don't know, Moms Across America sent five childhood vaccines to be tested for glyphosate weed killer a few years ago. I believe it's now like four years ago. And every single one of them came back positive for glyphosate weed killer. It was shocking, Robert, like shocking. Because when we sent 20 feeding tube um, liquid, Pediasure feeding tube liquid samples to be tested, only six of them were positive. So we never imagined that every single childhood vaccine would be positive for glyphosate weed killer, essentially Roundup. It was just unfathomable. But when you think about it, it wasn't that much of a surprise because when you look at the ingredients of vaccines, when you see the ingredients, bovine serum, uh, chicken you know, serum, uh, different kinds of sugars, which can be GMO, and many different ingredients, gelatin comes from pigs that their tendons have been ground up and made into gelatin. And all of these animals or crops are either engineered to withstand Roundup or they're sprayed with glyphosate and Roundup as a drying agent before harvest. And unfortunately, glyphosate does not wash, dry, or cook off. So when I saw the ingredients of vaccines, my kids were born around the same time as you, Robert, but um, unfortunately, I did vaccinate them. I trusted my I trusted my doctor and, mm. I, you know, so I vaccinated them for about nine years before, you know, I found out. And when I saw those ingredients, I was like, holy cow, if there's GMOs yeah. in there, we know glyphosate doesn't wash off. 80% of GMOs are engineered to withstand glyphosate. There's probably glyphosate in these vaccines. Yeah. Hey, Zen, can you pause for a moment yeah. because we're getting some sure. strange clipping on your audio. And even though we're in sync, I want to have a good, clean audio. So if you can drop real quick and reconnect and we'll bring you back in because I want to continue this conversation. I just don't want okay. anybody to lose any words that you have there. Oh, so sorry. I'll be right back. Or do you right. want me just to unplug something and try? Uh, yeah, I don't even know how to correct it because it's an unusual clipping, like a glitch in the matrix, so to speak. So it might just okay. fix itself if you drop and then reconnect. And then okay. we'll see how sorry, we do folks. from there. Yeah, yeah no problem. That is Zen Honeycat. We're going to find out more. As she talked about, uh, I guess that jello wrestling is out that I was talking to Super Don about at the opening because there's probably glyphosate in that jello. Uh, do they even still cool. do that? Jello wrestling? Huh? Was that. Yeah, no, that was a something. That's a old back school. When. It is That's going old way school. back. Let's try it. Let's, let's bring it right back in real Zen's quick. Got right. better audio this time. Go ahead, Zen. How is this? Is this any better? Any so better? far, so good. Yeah, I think sounds so. clean. Thank uh, you. I hope so. Okay, sorry about that. So no, and it was I stunning what you were yeah. saying too. I'm going to pause and bring it back to the uh, the injection, so to speak, right? Versus even uh, the the oral, uh, let's say, rehydration type mineral things. Um, that there was a distinct difference. And think about that. It's bad enough to drink that stuff. Imagine injecting it. It's like, what the, I mean, and we weren't dealing with it as far as I know, way back in the day, early vaccination years before the glyphosate became the predominant toxic poison added to just about everything. Uh, yeah. So in the late 1990s, just around yeah. the time of the spike in autism. And the thing about right. injecting is that even Monsanto's lead toxicologist, Donna Farmer, admits that when they used glyphosate alone, that it, um, it, through injection, that's when it caused harm to the gut lining of the rats, causing basically gut dysbiosis. It tore mm -hmm. up their little, their stomachs because the stomach yeah. lining is so delicate, she said. So, um, so we, they, even Monsanto knows that through injection, glyphosate is harmful. And, and so we were, you know, shocked. And I, I have to point out also that the, the MMR vaccine had 34 to 25 times more glyphosate than the other vaccines. And we believe that was because the um, MMR vaccine is a live virus vaccine and has more gelatin in it because gelatin is a stabilizing agent. So um, that coincides with Andy Wakefield's research showing that the MMR vaccine was connected with gut lining damage and gut dysbiosis, mm -hmm. right? So he's been vilified. 
and his career was basically destroyed over information, which I believe our data like corroborates with, right? You know, supports. And so we just want everybody mm -hmm. to know that because there are ingredients in these vaccines and the new ones too, the COVID mm -hmm. vaccines. There's a new article on our website on momsacrossamerica.org about the contaminants and vaccines. And we want people to know you should have the right to know what is in these vaccines before mm -hmm. you choose to get them injected into your body because you cannot uninject them. No, that's the thing about being even the term. And I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a stickler for this unvaccinated. It's like you can't unvaccinate something, right? It's been vaccinated. <laughs> and so it should be non-vaccinated. I think yes. if we use the word, I don't know why that it became unvaccinated. Whoever adopted it to begin with, I don't know the origin of that concept, but I, I would like it corrected because it's hard enough to undo what we call vaccine injury or vaccine damage prior to the advent of mRNA injections. And on top of that, you're talking about not only the previous versions of vaccines, but the glyphosate contamination and what it, it was and it is doing. And, you know, the question is a legitimate one. How is it possible that glyphosate is still on the market? I mean, is it not? Is there a controversy that it doesn't cause cancer? Does anybody claim that now? No, it's going to be off the market in Europe in December of 2022 this year, just a couple months. And our EPA has been reviewing glyphosate for 13 years now. And the U.S. Supreme Court has ordered them to make a decision by October 1st of this year in just a couple of weeks. And uh, we are, you know... We, we're hopeful, but not too hopeful. But if you look at the science, if you look at what the EPA has put out, their own study on endangered species, um, not their information about the um, about cancer, the International Agency for Research um, on Cancer found glyphosate to be carcinogenic, but the EPA denied even looking at, they cherry picked the studies. They didn't even look at 67 of the studies that the IARC looked at. So they came to the conclusion that glyphosate does not cause cancer, but the U.S. Supreme Court said, you know what? You shirked your duties. You did not look at these studies. You need to go back to the drawing board and you need to make a decision by October 1st of this year. So we could, if they were doing their jobs, Robert, mm, yeah. they would revoke the license of glyphosate on right. October 1st or before or by October 1st. Yeah, if it, they it, do, I'm happy be amazing. to party, but be a miracle, not hold but, my breath. No, and in, in the meantime, as I pointed out in the opening today, that is why we individually, each of us, has to make better choices. Because yes. if nobody was buying glyphosate, they couldn't and wouldn't be selling it. Part of it is the ignorance uh, on the part of uh, the people that, you know, basically just go through life unconscious that there's stuff in their food that you really don't want there. Well, it's invisible. And your doctor says, well, it has nothing to do with anything. And so on and on. And we, we put the authority outside of ourselves at our own peril. And we see the rise in cancer and autism, everything else associated with this toxic ingredient. Uh, and you know, the point of a big point of this show then, as you know, is how do we get well, how do we detoxify? And I know there are difficulties associated with now the MRNA jabs that take it to a whole other level because they were never directly to my knowledge, altering DNA protein synthesis in an injection, even if there would be adverse impact on DNA integrity, uh, it's a whole other level. And as you point out on top of it, you find glyphosate residues in this injectable stuff and it just, it's amazing that I, any of us are alive, right? It shows you the resiliency that we have as 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 created creatures of God, so to speak, but still not an optimal scenario if we're wanting to be healthy and vital and help to do the same for our kids and then their kids. We're down the wrong trajectory by a long shot. The question is, can we correct it? Individually, yes. Will we correct it in mass? I don't know. It's because we gain sanity one by one and slowly. 
And yet, is there evidence? Some of the things we've been talking about, 30% didn't get the jab, according to the latest uh, information. Uh, Two million fewer uh, kids are signed up for public schools. I think these are positive steps to keep people from being programmed in the first place. Because if your kids are in those schools, you have to deprogram them regularly or you will lose them by the time they leave your home. And I don't mean just because they're moving out. I mean, the consciousness is warped because of what they've been uh, programmed to believe. Yeah, we've got one homeschooling now, but it's it's not just from what's being indoctrinated. They're being blasted with wireless radiation. Oh, it's starting to clip again, Zen. In, Weird. It is. It, it, un, un, disconnect, reconnect, and we'll do that as often as we need to to keep you plugged in for good oh, audio. Oh, goodness. I'm so yeah. I, I don't even know technically why that Does would happen. Does it help when I just turn it off and turn it back on again? Nope. Still clipping. Yeah. No, disconnect, okay. reconnect. Right yeah. So I don't know how to explain the technology when that happens because it was you heard it was fine and then it started again. Why would it do that, Super Don? Any idea? I don't know. No clue. It's one of those mysteries. Maybe somebody t- more technologically proficient than we are would go, oh, this is because of this. But it's fine for a while and then it went, <coughs> something strange was going on. It's so, bizarre. It is bizarre. All right, let's see if we can get Zen back in the mix here. Go ahead, Zen. Okay, yeah. Just I was just saying that um, we pulled one of our sons out of school because the wireless reading that they're being exposed to in school is thousands, if not millions of times higher than what mm-hmm. is necessary for the yeah. you know, devices to run. Is my sound any better now? Yes, thank you. Yes, no okay. problem. I don't know why that happens. It's beyond my pay grade, so to speak, in technology, yeah, but... Too. We responded well, and we go, turn it on, turn it off, unplug it, kick it. I don't know, but you're back. Yes. So, yeah, so he's, and he's home now. He's hardwired, and, you know, we're getting him in the mix with people in the community for homeschooling, Mm -hmm. and he's doing much better. I have to tell, I have to just point people in the direction of our action page on Moms Across America. Go to the, the section about wireless radiation yeah. And start asking your school what type of levels there are of radiation right. in your school and, and bring that bring that awareness. It's it's really okay. very important. All right, stand by. I want to talk to you about the ne- Neighborhood Food Network, if you don't mind, in just a moment. Uh, I just yeah. want to give another shout out plug to our friends at Orange Guard, the limonene-based pest control, OMRI listed for organic agriculture. I utilize it in my greenhouse. Uh, it's it's not a problem. If you got a little buggy, bugaboos that you don't want, you don't want to poison the food, poison your pets or your kids. The limonene is, I guess it's God's pesticide in a sense. I mean, that's just protects the plant. And yet it's not going to harm the larger environment and doesn't cause cancer. In fact, the University of Arizona studied the limonene as an ingredient, found out it has oncolytic properties, that mean anti-cancer properties. If you all get this stuff, uh, whether it's your Ace Hardware or a Whole Foods or you order direct by going to orangeguard.com, send a picture in when you get the Orange Guard. We love seeing you use it. And we'll add it to the collage, and we're going to be working on a giveaway. And I did talk to Tor uh, at uh, Orange Guard over the weekend, and he said that he might be donating some extra Orange Guard that we might be able to give away as part of the you know fun contest for you sending pictures of using a safe ingredient for the environment that doesn't harm you or your kids or your pets. That's awesome. Also, shout out to Nutritional Frontiers. We'll have them on Joe Messino next hour talking to uh, I think I'm going to ask him about DMG, the damage that, that, you know, the glyphosate does, if there's something to counter it, like Judy Mikovits describes and who knows what else, but Zen, again, you have been a, a working tirelessly for years, ever since you woke up to these issues, you didn't go back to sleep. You didn't take extra drugs to go. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. You something in you said, you know what? I got to stand up and I got to speak out and you will not shut me up. And, uh, not even the glitchiness of your audio. Occasionally no, we get sir. you right back on. <laughs> 
Yes, absolutely. We are speaking up and moms across America, all across the country right now. I just want to give everybody a heads up. They have gathered school lunches and we're going to be testing school lunches for all kinds of toxins. We are excited about that. We ask for your support. The testing costs thousands of dollars and we could use a little donation here or there to, to help support the school lunch testing. There are 30 million GMO meals served each day to our children. And there is the largest national nutritional conference happening this September, at the end of September, the White House is putting on. It's the first one in 50 years. And we wanna get them this information before that nutritional conference to let them know that basically they're probably feeding our kids like toxic dog food at schools. Mm. And you know th- we need to know what's in these school lunches and get that information out there. So we appreciate your support. And we thank the moms all across the country who whose kids are going into these cafeterias, or buying the school lunches and taking it home. So this is mm. a family effort and we really appreciate them. Oh, well, I'm glad that that's going on too. I mean, every little step, you never know what is that one thing that kind of reaches somebody. It's yeah. not a one size fits all, Zen. You know that. You can speak on the science, you can speak on the, it's like somebody will be completely, they're catatonic over some of the issues. And then one thing you went, I didn't realize that was going to be the thing to wake somebody up. So it's a tireless effort and it's always trying to retool and sit back and say, how are we doing in terms of communication? And I yeah. appreciate that. You you're not try stood different still. angles. Yeah. yeah. Different angles, different perspectives. Absolutely. Is that what this program is called the neighborhood food network? Another angle on this or tell me a little bit about this. Yeah. So the neighborhood food network is a natural progression. I think from waking up to the whole GMO toxic food supply issue and, you know, seeing that the government is just taking way too long to do anything about it. They're not being responsible and saying, you know what, I'm going to take matters into my own hands and I am going to start growing my own food. And I'm going to start making sure that my neighbors have enough food as well. Because if you think about it, uh, the preppers put out there that it only takes nine missed meals for somebody to resort to violence to feed their family. That's three days, folks. And most people don't have more than a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks of food in their Um, and their pantries. And if you do, and somebody else doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if you have 27 guns and they have one gun, if they're, they bring theirs up at the opportune time, you know, you're in trouble, right? So we don't want to be at odds with our neighbors. We want to be in partnership with them. We want to expect the worst, but prepare for the best. I mean, you know, prepare Mm -hmm. for the worst, but expect the best, sorry, out of people. No, you you were right on there. And you're saying it exactly as I'm saying it too. It's just beautiful that you're and I'm not surprised at all because I, I know what you do and see and know. But the idea of a worst case scenario, it's not like we're excited about it. We're not promoting no. it. It's no. just an acknowledgement that if a supply chain disruption hits, and there have been over the last mm-hmm. couple of years that make should cause everybody to pause and go, oh, even one item, they run out. How does it possibly run out of one item? Imagine if the food stops rolling and the trucks stop rolling for a period of time. And how many days is it before you get so hungry that you are now – working the animal brain, which doesn't know right from wrong, which is willing to kill in order to survive. And that's what we call the real overt zombie apocalypse, not the subtle one that, you know, arguably we're in already. So this neighborhood food network, the question is, how do we get started? How do, cause I was just yeah. talking about this is like, we might be doing the right thing in our neighborhood. And we look at our neighbor going, they're nice people, but they don't know they're still using, you know, the, the garbage. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Oh, so, here we go. Disconnect, reconnect. Zen, it started oh again. Not again. Yeah, okay. We're... I'm just, I think I'm just going to unplug this. I can't hear you now. I lost you completely. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get you on. And while we hear you, it's great. And, and we'll reconnect. Steven says, 
His suggestion, somewhere along the line, maybe a memory buffer is filling up to cause the choppy audio. I'm like, better explanation than I had. Sure, and that's right next to the flux capacitor, I believe. You're right, the flux capacitor. We should talk to Zen about her flux capacitor. Hey, Zen, welcome back. (laughs) A different microphone? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right, so I just, I'm not using the other. Where were we? We were talking about neighborhood food network um, and the connecting with the neighbor you go to the web well this one is actually dropping out worse i I would ask you to go ahead and plug that other one back in even though it eventually craps out it works perfectly while it works perfectly until it doesn't so i'd rather go with that if you can okay is that any better sounds like it's using the same one again so let's say if we get her to drop and reconnect uh, but yeah, I don't know all the reasons for it. it. Might be a flux capacitor for all I know. But here is this thing, y'all. Check it out: neighborhoodfoodnetwork.com. Neighborhoodfoodnetwork.com. There's an about tab, how to get started. Uh, and this, is, to me, is as important as anything we've covered. I mean, we've done a lot of shows on gardening. We've had Marjorie Wildcraft talking about these things. But the question is: Has anybody got a system where you can go to your neighbor and go, "Hey, hey, let's try this." And they go, oh, okay, something I can see, feel, touch, taste, and do. And uh, bringing that back in, Zen, let's see if we can get it rocking again. Oop, my bad. I'm messing with Super Don. She's going in and out, in and out. Here we go, Zen. (laughs) Oh, where'd the audio go? There's nothing. Now it's silent. Now it's a silent movie. It's not even picking up your audio. How about this? Yeah, yeah, you're back. Okay. Hooray. Okay, so how you do this is you go to neighborhoodfoodnetwork.com and you go to the resource page and getting Mm -hmm. started. And you can download an invitation that you can go door to door to your neighbors, inviting them to a gathering for a neighborhood food network. And when you have this gathering, you start strategizing and mobilizing and organizing your neighbors to grow enough food to feed the people on your street. Mm. And that there, we have calculators on there. We've got planners. We've got reminders. We've got the invitations. Uh, we've got even little business cards that you can get if, to pass them out. You know, put give them to your neighbors and friends. We've got an outline for the first meeting, mm. and um, all all kinds of things on there. And you can do black and white, or you can do color. Um, we've we even have on one of the on the resource page. That's the flyers and brochures. You go to the resource page. We even have a place where you can do one click. And it's, it's a calendar and planning um, tool. And with one click, you can add a monthly event reminder every for the, on the first of the month to for what's supposed to be happening in your garden that month. Hmm. So you know, okay, this is the month that I plant beans. This is the month, there you go. This Look is the that. month, by, and this is by zone. So if you're in mm-hmm. zone seven, that's where you go. You click on that and you click Google or Outlook calendar and you add that event to every single, for the whole year, every single month, um, for the first of the month. And so we're, we're excited about that because, you know, that that's usually why people don't, you know, they feel like they don't have a green thumb is because they didn't plant at the right time. It's not that they didn't plant in the right way. It's that they didn't plant at the right time. So we want to support people in doing that. Now, the benefit of this is that once you start getting your neighbors together and start talking about growing food and supporting each other, there's a whole bunch of benefits, the whole prepper thing, right? Being prepared, having a backup plan, having some food in the ground, like sweet potatoes, you don't have to harvest those all at once. You can harvest those over months at a time because you know you harvest them when you want them. And so you've got, you've got food. You've also got better health because you're now avoiding those GMOs and glyphosate that we've been talking about, right? You are opting out of that entire toxic system. 
And then third of all, you're creating community in a whole new way. You really are not going to care whether somebody is a Republican or a Democrat if you are sharing peaches and apples, right? You're, mm-hmm. Or you're canning peaches together. And that's what's happening. People are starting the Neighborhood Food Network. We've had 145 people sign up to, to instigate it in their neighborhood on their street in 36 states. And we have uh, Carol from California, for instance, talks about how she had three events in one week once she created a she created a Facebook page for it. Um, other people are doing it, you know, in person, but that's the way she did it. And she had three events in one week to gather peaches or apples or raspberries. She met her neighbors. They started canning together. I mean, she's just having, she's like, this is one of the best things I've ever done. She's connecting with her neighbors. You know, who are the people who are going to have her back and she'll have theirs, right, if there's an emergency. So um, we just love this <laughs> uh, whole community. Uh, Zen, I'm just like so, so excited about what you've been relating to us because some of these gaps we hadn't filled yet. And I'm like, dude, where's Zen been? Super Don, what have you been doing? Come on. <laughs> and, and, you know, we got Super Don's even growing food now. But that right. concept of the timing of the zone you're in and to add it to a calendar, we talk about practicality and pragmatism. You're jump starting people's awareness that would take maybe a lot of study and they don't know where to look and bring it all into one place. I mean, is this coming? Is this like you're just like genius level on this stuff, or you got a good team? How's this happening, Jen? No, I'm I'm a mom who wants to get things done. We have to be efficient, right? And I look for. I was a I was a waitress for seven summers in New York City. You got to make make those tables. You got to do it efficiently. I got fine training on mm. being efficient, and so this is just part of it. It's just like okay, what what works? It works to have a reminder every month. It works to have planners. It works to have calculators. It works to have a Monday night call. So we have Monday night calls at 8.30 for the Neighborhood Food Network. Come on on, enjoy, they're free. And we, almost every Monday we have an expert. And if we don't have an expert, we have Anne and myself who will t- talk about gardening all day long. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the people that come on the calls are you know borderline experts. And so we just talk about, it's not a show, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And people from all across the country come on and we are talking about growing food. And it's and sharing recipes, you're gonna leave hungry. I promise, if you come on, it's 8.30 to 9.30 Eastern time, Monday nights. And you get invited if you sign up at the neighborhoodfoodnetwork.com. So we hope that you will join us. And I, I, I just food. added it to my calendars and I'm like, I'm looking at already while you're talking like, oh, I know on this day now I need to get my indoor basil, chives, oregano, parsley and thyme getting going. And then mm-hmm. seeding for outdoors for final fall planting of things. And, and depending on the zone you're in, it will correspond yep. to the zone you're in. So, yes. dude, like, <laughs> I'm so happiest, glad you like it. happiest moment of the day, uh, at least. You've made yeah, my so season. Awesome. This is great, Zen. I'm just so thrilled about this. That's Y'all great. check it I out. Want to, I want to share another benefit. One yeah. of another person um, started. So this is all, this is the pilot program. This is oh, the hold on. Year. Now it's clipping again when I want to hear you. So just don't okay. panic, disconnect, reconnect, and we'll keep this. Everybody gets to pause and think about what Zen just told us. And you have a moment now to plug in over at the uh, neighborhoodfoodnetwork.com. You're really excited about this. I can tell because you're you kind of doing you're doing that Bobby Brady puberty cracking voice thing, you know? Yes. That's, you know yeah. it. You know me. That's, this is that's genuine. The sign. That's I'm not the mocking sign up my excitement about what Zen's doing here with the Neighborhood Food Network. You're this getting is the next, all giggly and next and, steps. Yeah. yeah. No, this is it. I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's go, Zen. So let's bring her back in. We'll get that audio going again. Zen, yeah, so Superdon's making fun of me because I got that giggly teenager kind of excited about something new we can do that fits into our whole agenda here. 
When I grew my first yellow squash, I held it up like a freaking yellow trophy. Yes. <laughs> Like, so Super exciting. Don did too. He's excited. So this is great. I did. Right? I admit it. Admit I go it. out and, and talk to my my vegetables now when I'm watering. So it's like, there. You go. Yeah. I, I got yeah. hooked. But it is so awesome. And and Super D, how was it? Like at the you were just at the, the you went to a farmers market, right? This is the weekend. Yeah. Every and, Saturday. Yeah. And I imagine you're again Southern Oregon. You're not in the heart of Portland or anything like that. You're in rural Oregon. How are the people in terms of, you know, is it a controversial thing to talk about organic versus not? Or is it something that like, no, it's all here. People are all into it. No, I mean, I haven't noticed anything controversial. I mean, pretty much everybody either there is organic or they they are organic without being certified organic. You know Mm -hmm. how that goes. So most most farmers markets are now. Isn't that great to see? That's a lot of progress we've had over the past two years. Really awesome. Pretty cool. Really awesome. Um, you have, uh, I, I don't, I know we've been stopping and starting. I'm giving people moments to pause while the, the audio comes back, which it has again. So thanks for, you know, flexing on the weirdness of that. Um, there's an article here. I don't know if you're ready to talk about it, but we, we've been talking about glyphosate on this show for years, how dangerous it is. Uh, moms across America, there's an article we see here uh, that said glyphosate is causing convulsions in earthworms. I'm thinking, do you know what earthworms eat? And they don't convulse? You give them, gly- they convulse? That's not good. Not good for human health animal health, et cetera. Uh, so that's a, that's a pretty interesting article right there. Yeah, that's, that's one of the newest ones. And it's important to point out that the levels that the earthworms were exposed to were 300 times lower than what consumers are allowed to use. And so that's an important point because the, the opposition, you know, the, the pro-glyphosate people are always saying, oh, it's safe when used as directed. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not true. That's completely invalid. It's, yeah. That's fraudulent. And so for that reason alone, the EPA should revoke the license of glyphosate on October 1st. So we just want to make sure that everybody sees that study. And if they don't, you, know, also, you will. With, yeah. And without earthworms, we don't have topsoil, folks. Without That's topsoil, right. we can't grow food. So thanks a lot, Monsanto, for destroying our topsoil yeah. and destroying the agriculture industry in America. That, yeah, that's when I, right Zen, when I first started learning about homeopathic medicine was at the same time I was learning about organic agriculture because my, my teacher, my mentor in that realm was both. And, you know, when I began to look at the practices that occurred primarily in the 20th century when they repurposed munitions from World War II into synthetic pelletized fertilizers, it upset balance in the soil that resulted in unhealthy plants, even if they looked great. They looked great, but they weren't healthy. And then the pest came in, which is the law of the terrain. That is, when unhealthy life is there, something will be there to destroy it and send it back and recycle it in some way. And yet we went in an ignorant way or an arrogant way, man said, Hey, you know, let's just create some toxic poisons to kill the pests. And you ended up this worsening cycle over the 20th century of soil depletion and disruption of how the minerals were made available for the plants that grow in the soil. And the earthworms are a huge part of that. In addition to the generalized microbiome at a microscopic level, all of these things upset. And therefore the minerals, even if they were in the soil, they aren't broken down in a way the, the plants could get it. If you eat the plants, it's not in the plants. And unfortunately what is in the plants are things you don't want. And then if you eat the animals that eat the plants, say on and on and on it goes like that. And then we end up with the most chronically ill generation or generations in the history of recorded history. And I was one of them, canary in the coal mine of Gen X, to learn this early on so that I could be, uh, let's say, a communicator about these issues and how important it was and is to go organic or organic equivalent if it's not certified. And now we have more tools than ever, more people aware of this. But look at this devastation to earthworms. If you think it doesn't matter because you think earthworms are ugly, uh, you're not thinking clearly. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's why we want to bring it to people's attention because these studies can get, you know, just put on the backside, you know, back burner of, of uh, journals and, and not get out there. And so we appreciate people's support because we want to get this information out just like you, you know, Robert and, and get, get having people be aware of what's actually happening in the mm -hmm. world. Well, and you're doing that extraordinarily well. Now, do you have any events that you'll be speaking at coming up online or in person? This Saturday, I'm speaking at 1230 at the Vaccine Safety Awareness Summit. It's online. You can go to the, the third annual Vaccine Safety Awareness Summit. It's with uh, We the Patriots. Okay. And so Peter McCullough is speaking, speaking uh, myself, uh, just uh, so many great people. Uh, Mary Holland from Children's Health Defense. It's a 24-hour uh, summit. So every great. hour, there's a, you know, every half hour, actually, there's a, a new speaker. So we hope people will catch that and share it with your family and friends because, uh, you know, of course, the mainstream media is not telling you the truth about these vaccines. When, no, clearly not. Yeah. You can't even say vaccines, injections, right? Yeah. These These injections. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're so. so far from whatever you think a vaccine is or was or is supposed to be. And we're not super big fans of those anyway. But the point is they've compounded it, this idea of injecting people back to health. It's no different, maybe worse, in fact, than poisoning people back to health, which is the dominant monopoly, if you will. Our medical monopoly is basically not only they're killing us, they're killing themselves until you unplug. Because if you think you're going to wait till the FDA says, oh, we were wrong any more than we're waiting for the EPA to admit they were wrong about glyphosate and other things, we must continue to vote by, you know, buying the things that are supportive of health or again, growing more of our own. And in the case of this new program, we've learned about today, neighborhood food network, go to neighborhoodfoodnetwork.com and be part of the correction. Uh, and, not, yeah. and don't wait for, you know, the, the central bureaucracies There's no, what we call political saviors coming to say, even if there are good people that you can argue occasionally happens in politics, don't think that that one or a number of them are going to save. You've got to change these patterns of behavior at home and in your neighborhoods where it really matters. Yeah, we've got to take action. One more shout out to the people out in Tennessee. I'll be, I'll be out at the Calvary Chapel in Johnston tonight at six okay. o'clock, just in case you want to go to that Tennessee stands. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm in, in North Carolina now and able to uh, travel around on the East Coast. And All right. Just contact me if you want to have me. Zen, I'm glad you got safely out of the California and uh, uh, doing really well on the East and the humidity. But uh, also, again, the wondrous things that you've done in this lifetime. I am uh, so grateful and appreciative of you. I give you an even bigger hug, but consider yourself hugged and thanked by me and many of us in this audience as well and continued success with everything you're doing and anytime you know don't be a stranger if there's an announcement to make we want to know we'll let people know we're plugging into this neighborhood food network as well great thank you so much robert scott bell and don we really appreciate you thank you all right that zen honeycut moms across america.org you check it out links are up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com if you're not already getting the robert scott bell show newsletter it's as simple as texting rsb rsb to 22828 Text RSB to 22828 and you'll get plugged in right away. If you're out of the country, then just come on into robertscottbell.com and you can sign up for the newsletter there. And Super Don's doing a bang up job. In fact, the, 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 the poll questions are really popular, Super D. I would have never, never predicted. You know, you're coming up with these crazy polls and people are like, I, th I think I got a knack for this, man. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm actually you do. enjoying I'm enjoying the newsletter. I'm trying to improve it a little bit each, mm -hmm. you know, time that I put one or. You know, I come up with a different idea. Like today, uh, I added our social media links to it, which I hadn't. You know, I just didn't think about it, right? Yeah. You know, so it's, I'm just 
kind of tweaking as I time. go here and go. And today's toll, uh, poll, qu- toll question? Poll, poll question. question. Yes. Uh, it's it's interesting. I've been following the the response to it, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's interesting. We'll we'll talk about it at the end of the show. But okay, uh, Denver apparently they're considering decriminalizing the possession of psychedelic mushrooms, which is a big hot topic right now. Right. And the and you know it's not necessarily the much, but the the psilocybin that's in the yeah. uh, in the mushrooms has been shown to have great clinical uh, potential. Yeah. And dealing with things like depression and PTSD and stuff like that. So I just threw it out there. Denver is looking at decriminalizing them altogether. Mm-hmm. Would you support it? Yes, no, not sure. Okay. Uh, I, I, you may or may not be surprised, actually, by okay. the results at the end of the show. All right. Well, yeah, I, won't, I, won't, uh, I won't give you my opinion yet, but we'll talk about it later in the show or in the bonus round. I know we got Joe Messino coming up from Nutritional Frontiers. We look forward to this time of the uh, every month to first Tuesday of the month to have Joe or Jamie Dorley or you know, Tracy Strauper. Hey, we've got a uh, Dr. Elizabeth Carter schedule. I think I met Dr. Carter at the big nutritional frontiers education event that I spoke at in, uh, in Pittsburgh last month. And she's brilliant. If I remember, she's like PhD, MD. I mean, all the ridiculous degrees you can get super smart and applying the things that she's learned also at nutritional frontiers. So looking forward to putting more of that into practice with everybody. So we'll talk. We do, we do have a question of the day related to glyphosate and the use of DMG to counter some of that damage. So that's coming from Bill next hour. And, uh, well, you know, since we got a little bit of time here, maybe we could show off some of the pictures of uh, going out and shooting. Now, last week uh, we had Laban Ditchburn in studio. Laban and his wife, Anna. Anna's from Russia originally, and she was on this show talking about the abuse that she suffered growing up in, in Russia. Uh you want to talk about stories where like, I can't believe she's functioning at all, much less alive. The things she went through as a child and and young adult. And yet now she's married to Laban, wonderful, wonderful people, really helping folks everywhere you go. Laban world's best courage coach Anna's doing, uh, like world's best courage recovery coach. And she's got credibility in that realm too. Can we we start calling ourselves the world's best, 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 uh, health talk radio show? I think that's a good thing to do. I yeah. think we do. I think we should do I mean, that. Who's better? Right? Come on. We're the world's Who's going to argue with yeah. us, right? Right? No one's going to take us on like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, anything like that, I think we need, to, we need to own the moniker now at this point. Realize it. Just claim it. Just claim there it. There we go. All right. Uh, so, so, so here's Bandito Robert Scott Bell. So, oh, super actually, we, is that a Russian rifle? Uh, I, I, I don't even see what that is. Is that the M4? Which one is that? My, my know. son knows How all of these know? way better than me. I have no me. clue. Yeah. No, that, one, that one's a, a U.S uh style uh firearm that's one of um, those those scary assault rifles now this one shoots 308 this will turn your your shoulder into swiss cheese if you do enough of that shooting i only did a little bit because i know what it's like to be in fact when i was going to work out this morning and do push-ups in the midst of uh the rounds i was like wait a second i didn't do push-ups this week and why is, why is my shoulder sore oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i was shooting uh 308s um and of course shotguns can do that if you hold your shotgun uh, against your shoulder Anyway, so we went shooting. We've been wanting to do this. My son, of course, a firearms expert. There he is on the right, Elijah. And that's with his M1 Garand with the bayonet on the end of it. Is it a bayonet? Is that what they call it? Yeah, See, I don't it's even a bayonet. Know. Yes. My son knows. And then uh, there's Laban uh, next to my son, and he's holding um, a semi-automatic. This is a, actually a shotgun. It looks like an AR-15, but it's not. And it's, like, amazing. And then uh, let's, what's my, uh, let's say Anna, his wife. There's Anna. And I don't even know. She might be holding the AK, is it? I'm not even sure. I can't tell. But there I am. I'm with the Glock. 
but we had a great time. We went out early in the morning uh, to go out and throw some lead downrange. And, and I and I mentioned this, you know, uh, work hard, play hard, defend freedom. And and on the video, and maybe we'll show that in just a moment. They were like, let's do a video because Anna is Anna is really good at, at at Instagram. I suck at Instagram. I I basically put still images up, and occasionally I've done a video. I don't know how to make things go viral. I don't. And she's like, here, I'll take this video and do this. I'm like, oh, thank you, Anna. That's great. And so she said, you need to say something. So I was talking about the power to heal is yours and also freedom to defend, that kind of thing. And, and, and put a perspective on firearms that we were there. There were dozens, if not, yeah, probably dozens of people at the range that day that, w- that we saw. At different, they have different uh, areas from shorter to long range uh, uh, places. And nobody got hurt. Everybody was respectful. When we say range cold, that means nobody should shoot. Everybody puts their firearms down so you can go out into the range and reset targets and things like that. It's very respectful. And, and you know, the, if anybody has a perception of, oh, it's the crazy Wild West in a negative context, uh, the Wild West was not lawless. It was a recognition that, you know, everybody was armed and an armed society is a polite society. And for those of you who are stuck in Australia, New Zealand, both beautiful countries, nice people, but your government has tricked you into giving up your firearms and now you're, you're you're basically screwed. You got no defense against the tyranny that they visited upon you during COVID. Canada as well, uh, England, other various uh, countries are dealing with this now. And those that have awakened to the reality of our founders and said why it was important for the right of the people to be armed, not because they've been granted a privilege by government, was because of what we're witnessing today. And many of those people from those countries that initially were like, you Americans are crazy, you love your firearms, you're obsessed with guns, are all telling me, don't let them ever take your guns. We lost our right of self-defense here. It's not good. And then when you hear about uh, stabbings, mass stabbing casualties, I think in Canada recently, it's like if one person that knows how to use a firearm that's not a criminal could put a stop to mass stabbing casualties, much less others... Uh, bad guys with guns, so to speak. Again, these are basic concepts that are lost to an emotional discussion, not a rational one. But many people are waking up to the ra- rationality after dealing with the emotions of not being able to defend themselves when someone comes at them with a, a a weapon, like a knife. And if you don't know how to protect yourself, and there are many people that are bigger than you, maybe more skilled than you, and the gun equalizes that terrain and per- gives you a p- ability to protect yourself. So, Super D, do you have that video clip we can play from... Uh, the the uh the shooting range yesterday so you know the power to heal is yours don't you well not after one of these hits you but the power to protect yourself is also yours that's what this is for defending life and only taking it when your life or life of a loved one or friend or family member is at risk and the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed so defend the second as well so, you got a nine you got a 40 let's see what happens So that was, you could hear Anna, uh, Laban's wife, screaming in the background happily, going, ah, woo, woo. Now, that is not necessarily a real world scenario. Don't get me wrong. That was, we were having fun at the range. There's nobody down there. There's nobody at risk of getting shot. And, you know, in the real world, you're doing this, this two fist. But it was like an opportunity when you, when you know gun safety, you can do these things and have a good time and enjoy the range. At the same time, we take seriously the training to be good marksmen as well. And of course, good gun safety. My son is 
excellent at that is taking out groups of young people to teach them gun safety as well. So I don't want you to think we're being irresponsible. Some people go, oh, that's not very, it's not a real world scenario where you're doing that, but it was an opportunity to enjoy and learn how guns don't kill people, people using them improperly or illegally. That's another issue altogether. And that's not what was going on there. So, um, that was some of the fun we got to have, uh, this past weekend. As I said, uh, Labor Day, however you celebrate it, I hope it was a wonderful weekend. And find time to get together with family, with friends, with loved ones, and, uh, and you know, do some extraordinary things. Make some great memories. And even in the midst of all of these threats to our life, liberty, and property, we've got to find a time to enjoy life uh, while we're here. You never know how long it's going to be. All right, Super D, I see you're back in studio there. Anything else we need to cover this hour before we wrap it up? You ran when you saw the video. Were you scared at what you were watching, or what happened there? No, I was had, had a dog situation to deal with. That's all. Did you shoot the dog? I did not shoot the dog. How see, you see, you? how dare you, sir? No, I'm obviously being silly here. But anyway, my point is in in uh, showing that was more or less that there are there. I want to demystify guns in the sense that I grew up afraid of them. I, I want to know why you them. didn't. Ha- you should have put on like a bandana, you know, and like tied it. I'm not back. cool like that. I'm totally not you know, cool. I just got a safari hat, so I don't get too burned in the summer sun. Fatigue's been like Rambo there. No, 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 but we had a great time, as you can see, and giving people an opportunity to to learn about it gun like safety fun. as well. It, it looked good. like fun. It looked like yeah. everybody had a good time. And her Anna was whooping and hollering. She's like, Woo! she sounded particularly excited. Yes, she did. Yeah. So um, second hour of the show today, it's the first yeah. Tuesday of the month, which means Nutritional Frontiers is here. And we've been utilizing, as you know, the CBD that they have. I have it every day and their transdermal stuff's amazing. The hemp extract oil certified organic U.S. grown. Again, this is important. So clean, third party validated, verified, analyzed. They don't run diesel tractors through the fields at all to harvest it's all hand harvested so cbdnf.com the website you could sign up become customers if you're in the united states mention the robert scott bell show they'll send you a nice samples uh as well you can take pictures of those samples send them into super don ask rsb at gmail.com and we'll add you to the collage occasionally we'll do a giveaway and uh, they've been so generous jamie dorley and the gang have been awesome i had such a great visit with them in fact one of the highlights of the weekend education training was uh the next day when uh well, Joe Messino and I snuck into the uh, healing center. Shh, don't tell anybody. Went into the kitchen and made some just killer smoothies. We had all these organic fruits and things. We added up some superfoods from Nutritional Frontiers. And I was just jacked going back home on the flight that day. I was doing great. And uh, that's uh, hanging out with Joe Messino is always a treat. We had a great time. So we're going to take a pause. Educational opportunity at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll be back in hour two to talk more health, freedom, and healing liberty. Also, Dr. Elizabeth Carter joins us for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show. She's an awesome practitioner. She's using a lot of the NF products, and we want to hear from her about how she's utilizing them. As well, for those of you in practice, you might be able to integrate these things even more efficiently than you already are, and we love that. So, the power to heal is yours. I'm just here to remind you. Let's take that moment, pause, and we'll be right back. Robert Scott Bell Show. 
Dude, did y'all just see that? I hadn't seen that till now. Whoa, Joe Messino slaying that uh, that CBD commercial there for you. Get, get, I'm trying to get you plugged into the RSB15 discount code, and he just did it better than I could. Make my job a whole lot easier. I appreciate that so much. Let me bring, actually, Joe right into the mix here right about now. Joe, look at you. Robert, hey. Impressive. Nice <laughs> That's the first time I saw that commercial, too. Oh, uh, it looks great. And like, what a powerful message. All the things yeah. that I try to relate to everybody every day here. And you, you just did it so well, so well. I was just yeah. uh, talking about, yeah, at the end of last hour about how we got of snuck into the healing center and made yeah. awesome, awesome <laughs> smoothies there. I hope we didn't leave too much of a mess and we can't go, go back in later. No, 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 no problem. Everything's cool. But the uh, commercial, we got to give props to, to Philly Phil uh-huh. here in our studio. Did a great job editing that. And putting the segment together. So much more of that to come. Yeah, nice. Was that in the new studio you toured me when we were there? Yes. Yeah, it looks Brand great. New studio. Sounds yes. great and everything. So uh, are you in that right now? I am. Cool. Yes. In the All new right, studio. We'll he got good lighting. Up. He's making me look good. Yeah. I don't even need as much of a tan. What, would they not let Jamie in today? You're like, no, Joe's <laughs> looking so good. We don't want Jamie in there to ruin it. Uh, yeah, Jamie's on the road. Actually, went to went to visit his dad today. So he, oh, nice. he's, he's working from the road. All right, so if you haven't figured this out, Joe Messino's here from our friends at uh, Nutritional Frontiers. We love getting together and hanging out. I know there's upcoming education events that you have on the calendar we'll let folks know about. I wish I could be at every one of them, but whenever I can be there with you, you know I'll be there. Uh, this is a, you know, a great, great investment. And, and part of the things that you know, I was talking to Jamie about when we were at that last education event in Pittsburgh was wanting to talk to some of the docs, some of the practitioners that are using the Nutritional Frontiers products because I like the pragmatic and the practical. It's like, how do we put these into practice? What are we seeing? What kind of patients are coming in or clients, however, depending on what type of doc you are out there? Uh, and what are you using? What kind of results and why? All of those. I know it's like getting into the details of some of this, but mm-hmm. I want to get beyond theoretical and say, here, here's what I'm doing. So I think we got somebody today that's going to join us in a moment. Yeah, we do. Dr. Elizabeth Carter from Philadelphia. And um, she's going to, to do just that. She was at the event that you were there, that you emceed so brilliantly. And, uh, you know, we've, we're starting to get more involvement from our doctors on the media side of, of the uh, business. And so great place to start is with Dr. Carter. So she can join us today and look mm-hmm. at some real clinical, you know, experience. This is, you know, we don't need clinical trials in this industry. What we need is actual results like yeah. you had, you know, and like type, the type that we talk about all the time. And so when we bring someone like Dr. Carter on, that's what we're going to hear. We're going to hear how this works and it yeah. works for real people. That's it. Uh, from the Restorative Health Center, Dr. Elizabeth K. Carter. She'll let you know a little bit more about her background. It's very impressive. And uh, there she is, Dr. Elizabeth is. Carter. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm All right. Let me, let me get your audio cranked up a little bit there, Super Don. It's even a little quiet, but we can hear her. And okay. uh, uh, Dr. Carter, give us your background on, on the type of uh, doctoring you do and you went to school for. Um, I've been in school for a long time. Um, I'm a chiropractor. I was a chiropractor first, and then I went to uh, medical school, and um, then I went to on for my PhD. So oh. I, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it's and like that's what I call an overachiever. It, it just you know a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit, but you know it, it was um, just a journey that I felt like I had to have, and you know it just gives me a little bit more insight into 
some of the good and the bad, I would say, uh, mm -hmm. the good, bad, and the ugly of the of the uh, research and of the medical profession. So it makes me realize what what we really need to do to get get people engaged and get people to trust mm -hmm. medicine again because it's kind so, of not there. So DC, MD, and PhD. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you say trust medicine, I you know, I, I don't want to assume I know what you mean. When you say that, because obviously I look at the medical monopoly as highly untrustworthy and, and I don't mean to indict every doctor. I, I think they're, they're handicapped by their training because you've had training in chiropractic school, MDP. And so, you know, the limitations of each, the, maybe the strengths of each as well. And to try and I always try to put perspective and say where there is value, there is value. But if you extend that value out artificially via monopoly, uh, it degrades into a disease creation machinery rather than something that's helping people. Absolutely. You said it. In, in a much more eloquent way than I just did. But the thing is, I I guess because I had that functional medicine background and then I went to medical school, I could see the pitfalls right away. And, you know, the way I use my degree is to educate people. I want to educate my patient and, you know, so that they can make good decisions. And that's one of the reasons I like Nutritional Frontiers. I tell them all the time, you know, it's a it's a company that helps the practitioner, the doctor, wherever level you're at to help the patient. And you, you don't get that a lot. There are a lot of companies out there that are very hands off. Once they, they once you buy all the product, they go, oh, that's up to you to go do whatever you're going to do. And that's not Nutritional Frontiers. Well, you know, I, I want to also I want to yeah. say something about Dr. Carter. I mean, this she's an anomaly in the industry because most of the time in my 25 years in this industry, MDs after going to medical school would then, if they were, you know, forward thinking enough, seek out functional medicine training in, at organizations like, you know, the A4M and ACAM and IFM and all these different organizations that I got all of my education from, mm -hmm. but it was always MD first and then that. So having the functional medicine background first and then seeking the MD is an anomaly in this industry. And I think it's the proper way to go about it. So we're happy to have her. Well, to echo Dr. Carter's uh, perspective on the education that's invested in by Nutritional Frontiers, I have to say, you know, I've been at this for 25, 30 years as well, Joe, and we've, we've been to a lot of events, a lot of medical mm -hmm. training events as well. And yes, education is a critical part of what we believe is necessary moving forward. But to have, a, a, let's say, a company that produces products as well, to actually invest in the education and not just kind of, hey, I'm glad you're buying our stuff. And then leaving it at that, like Dr. Carter said, it's like, no, no, actively engaged in bringing people in to educate on the reasons for everything, how they integrate. And, and, and it's not an isolationist approach. I mean, having like someone like Judy Mikovits in that can talk expansively about things. You've had me speak about things even beyond just that framework of only one product line. That to me is a, so much credibility to Jamie Dorley and the family, including you, Joe for investing in something that very few companies do. And, and, if, and if those of you who are out there in the practitioner community, whether you be MD, DC, ND, uh, what we call a, 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 a traditional naturopath, our Trinity graduate friends, to integrate the information that's coming through Nutritional Frontiers is only going to be to the benefit of what you already know and are learning. And as we see from the, the deepest of medical training, uh, Dr. Carter, you've seen the benefit of learning things at Nutritional Frontiers events as well. Yeah, absolutely. The, the company was founded on that, on the educational premise, because no one else was doing it. I've been, I've worked with other companies, other manufacturers, and really good manufacturers, quality products. But mm -hmm. they made a point, Robert, of saying, we're not in the education business. 
Well, we saw that as an opportunity, mm -hmm. and that's why we, we based the whole company on education. So I would say, Dr. Carter, <laughs> is as smart as you are and as many degrees as you have, you've gone after it. I joke about overachieving. The fact is, yeah, nobody's going to dispute. You're smart as can be. The question is, how can you learn anything at a Nutritional Frontiers event? Come on. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a lot of people that are smarter than I am, and I take everything I can get, and I, I put it into practice. I, you know, I listen to Judy Mikovits. I've listened to, you know, Tracy and, and you know, all the other uh, people who they've had. And everybody has something to add and, and uh, a benefit that you can gather from it and maybe a way to use it that you didn't even think about using it before. And, and that, that's priceless. You, you, you don't, you know, the payment you'd have to actually give to go to A4M to get that little pearl is ridiculous. And now, you know, we're getting it through nutritional frontiers and that support that we get is just amazing. Amazing. That's a significant point, Joe, cause she, she points out if you ever gone to some of these, medical shows that have good education in them, it will set you back. <laughs> your light, your wallet gets really light. You guys have done it in a way to make it very affordable and reasonable and, and beneficial. And yet you're going to get that, that quality of education as, as uh, Dr. Elizabeth Carter has mentioned. So that's another, well, you know, that was part of the plan was, you know, we, we've, like you said, we've been to these conferences for decades and <clears throat> we saw what they did well and what they didn't do well. You know, to have to spend three or four days to see a couple of lectures you really want to see, yeah, it's not beneficial financially or time-wise to anybody. So, you know, our topics, we try to make sure that they're timely, that they're beneficial to everybody attending, and we get the top-notch presenters to, to get that information across. So I'm glad that, that we're making an impact. That was the whole idea. And so what we'd like to hear is a little bit about how Dr. Carter implements the things that she learns and some clinical successes. Sure. I'd be happy to do that. So, you know, Joe uh, shared with me the, you know, the product um, focus this month, and it's really easy. It's a, it's aging, right? So everybody's worried about aging, especially women. And we have a, a big practice of women who want to come in and feel better and, you know, not, not just women, but they bring their husbands along or their boyfriends. And, you know, so if you're talking about anti-aging, it's, it, Nutritional Frontiers kind of has that covered. So, you know, if we're talking about um, a woman coming in fatigued, you know, cranky, tired, uh, and they want to start to uh, start to feel better, the, one of the first things I do after I do my blood work is I, you know, I put them on um, a couple products. Women's uh, Complete. I put them on, um, you know, Astro Cleanse. I always have that right here on my desk. Um, my favorite, Brain Boost. I love it. I take it, you know, every day. And, you know, and then a couple other products, but I, I want to see them change. I want to see their bodies change. I want to see their symptomatology change because I don't have to just go by what's happening in the blood work. I want to know that what their body's changing, how they're going to focus on that. So, you know, for instance, I'm going to come in and ask them, you know, we call them once a week. We ask them, you know, one, are you taking your supplements? And, you know, because you're not going to get any change if you don't take them. And then two, you know, what are those changes? For instance, you know, the hair, right? All our women, all women worrying about our hair falling out or brittle or, you know, I don't look as good as I used to. And, you know, so we have to make sure that we're getting our, you know, uh, beauty complete in there. That's another product that I love. But that's one actually I have to say, I can give you a product, um, that is one of my favorites. And Peggy is my office manager. 
Mm-hmm. She was starting to have some hair fall out and we, you know, she's all stressed out and we all are stressed out in this day and age with everything going on. And we know why that's happening, but we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that. But, you know, she started that product and the Thyro Complete. I know it's not on our focus this month, but I, that's another one that I, I carry. We buy it by the case and, you know, it started to make a big change for her. People were commenting saying, you know, what did you do to your hair? It looks so much thicker. It's growing really fast. It looks like a different color. It looks stronger. And people were just wondering why. And that mm-hmm. that those two products alone, I can say, changed her and changed how people were asking about the product. So well, we and just- you're, you're talking about clinical observation beyond testing is like, hey, I can see they can they can yes. talk to me about it. There's so many ways that we can analyze and say, you know what, this is really working for people. You held up a product, I think it was Estro Cleanse, was it? Mm-hmm. Estro yeah. It, it, it caught my attention because I'm assuming that this has something to do with estrogen and endocrine uh, system scenarios. And yeah. perhaps you can describe what's what's going on in a general way, way and then you know, dial it into maybe a specific case of what that's doing for somebody that may need it. Sure. So one of the reasons I use EstroCleanse, if people come into my office wanting you know, hormone replacement, before I even do that, I use EstroCleanse because it's going to help the body. Um, eliminate some of the byproducts of estrogen that we may not want, or they have too much as we're aging. We want the we want the usable estrogen or the estradiol to be the forefront, and then um, you know the the uh, byproducts aren't as as uh, dangerous as we like to say. Um, one of the things we like to do is put them on estrocline. It's going to help with their um, their detoxification pathways so that they can get rid of that. They start to see an increase in their libido, in their skin tone, and, you know, they start to get a little bit more energy because also it will increase collagen, so also skin. But as far as the detoxification, there's DIM in there, there's IC3, there's calcium deglucrate. All of those things are great for um, detoxification pathways, especially of estrogen. You know, calcium deglucrate was originally um, uh, founded by one of the cancer experts at MD Anderson Cancer Center, and he found that that was one of the best detoxification pathways of, of estrogen metabolites. Mm-hmm. So having it in this product and having all of these, you know, synergistic um, products together, mm-hmm. it makes it so much more affordable. It makes it more beneficial to the patient, and the you know, and the patient walks out with one bottle as opposed to three, right. which I used to work with another company or which will rename, remain nameless. And then we walked out with a bag of stuff, right? And Mm -hmm. patients weren't compliant. Joe, let me ask you this about this, because we have, of course, many people that listen and watch the show that may not have a Dr. Carter to see. Is there any danger in taking an EstroCleanse product? They know, hey, there's endocrine stuff as a baseline to, hey, let me try this and see where I end up. Wouldn't they be better off even if they found somebody that they'd already been on it? Because it might clear some things up that they didn't know were happening. This is one of those formulas, Robert. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. It's uh, safe. I had only, I don't want to use that word. Everything we have is safe. These are not drugs. And these, those three nutrients that Dr. Carter just outlined, DIM, diendol methane, uh, indol 3 carbonyl, and calcium deglucurate, all come from the same cruciferous family of vegetables. So they're all very, very natural. They all do work along the same chemical pathways in the body. And in men and women. Okay, because you need to keep that delicate balance between free testosterone and, like Dr. Carter said, and estradiol. And you want to keep that, that ratio in check. 
And so this is what these three nutrients do better than any other. And she's right. Some places you'll find just DIM, just calcium deglucurate, or just indole-3-carbonyl. So this is, we call it DIM on steroids. This is mm -hmm. DIM times three. But there's another part to this formula that really exemplifies what Nutritional Frontiers does. And that is we added another anti-aging component. And that's in these three nutrients, resveratrol, curcumin, and green tea. Now, the reason those three are in this formula is because they all positively activate the sirtuin-1 gene. And this is the gene that your body activates in times of like caloric restriction for preservation. That's where resveratrol, you know, really came to fame was that it mimics caloric restriction in that it puts the body into a preservation mode. And so with these three nutrients in there as well, we're not only balancing hormonal ratios, but we're activating the, the necessary genes to keep uh, our body long standing, right? To keep those genes replicating up to 120 times like they're supposed to. So that's really the added punch that really makes this formula powerful. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing it that way. I, I want people to understand the safety. And, you know, we say it's silly. We have to talk about it, but we do. People are always do, concerned yeah. about it. Uh, but yes, you can safely take something like this to kind of re rebalance, shift things. And then if you can find somebody like a Dr. Carter to go further, you're only going to be benefited by the time you get there. A lot less work to do, for instance, in that in that regard. By the way, when, Superdon, show that product again, because it's like a special uh, this month that they have going on a fo product focus and this estra cleanse is already discounted 15% off. You'll see the great news is Jamie Dorley, despite protestations from customer service occasionally, he says that if you buy a direct RSB 15, you know, right, you're, you're getting the end product there. Uh, use that and you can double dip in that sense to get it. I, I wish everybody had people to see, to get guidance and, we're going to have more people like that through various forms of educational opportunities. Our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, of course, in their education events, or you're going through Trinity School of Natural Health. In fact, our, our, our good friend Murdoch, he just finished the health coach program. He's asking you this, Joe, is he as a health coach now eligible going through that eight-week course of certification to be able to access the Nutritional Frontiers and work these 100, products in that way? And is he eligible to attend an education event? Absolutely. 100%. Yes. This is the kind of, these are the kind of forward thinking new wave practitioners that we really want. And, and we, we want to partner with them. So absolutely give us a call uh, at Nutritional Frontiers or go online, nutritionalfrontiers.com, get your account set up as soon as possible and start taking advantage of all of these great opportunities, both supplemental and educational. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. Well, look, I'm having a, uh, as always a great time with you and, and uh, Elizabeth Carter, I, I knew when we met, I was like, Oh, when I heard about your background, I was like, we got to get you on to talk about some of the stuff that uh, you're working on with your patient population. I know not everybody's uh, MD, so they have clients, not patients. I mean, we have to use language that's appropriate for everybody. We're not trying to, uh, uh, get anybody in any kind of trouble in that regard. But the idea here of course is not treating disease but addressing the deficiencies or the toxicological burdens of the body and facilitating the body to do with those things what it's supposed to do so that optimal health is restored, not because uh, we've 
necessarily killed anything. And the idea is, oh, we got to kill stuff, right? That's allopathic medicine. Kill it, stop it, force it. But mm-hmm. trying to work with the body's intelligence, giving the body what it needs, removing that which it doesn't. And it starts there as a basic concept. Applying it can be complex and complicated the way you go about it. Um, and as I said, and you've said as well, going to these educational forums allows us to make leaps, you know, where uh, I said this even in grow, uh, building a greenhouse last year. I went to somebody who's built greenhouses in this area, so I wouldn't do it wrong. It's, it's right to find people who are working this stuff. And that's why, again, I, I wanted you on today, Dr. Carter, to talk about some of the other things you've integrated into practice, good stories, interesting stories that people will go, oh, yeah, I could do that too. So, yeah, so I think that you have to realize that what Nutritional Frontiers did is they took some of the scariness out of um, jumping in and learning and, you know, using the products. One, one of the things I said, and I said it already, is the synergistic nature of the product. So instead of having five different bottles, you have one bottle. It works on different, many different pathways and support pathways. So you're not just walking out and, and thinking you're going to get one benefit. You get more benefits. You know, one of the other things I just, you know, Joe had mentioned about the resveratrol, the green tea and the curcumin, you know, yes, it does all those things, but it also is going to increase um, your, your fat metabolism. So going back to that pathway of, you know, estrocleanse, you know, if, if somebody who has a client notices that the person may be a little bit overweight, now, is it just weight gain or is it estrogen, um, you know, estrogen storing? So we're going to go through this a little bit differently, but either way, the person's going to get benefit. You know, so with the green tea extract, you're going to get some fat burning, which is going to actually help your healthy metabolism, metabolism of your estrogens and getting that balance of your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone pathways. So your endocrine you know, pathways are going to be cleared. So if a, if a person's having a client, they certainly can use these products in a way that is safe, effective, and, you know, will help the patient walk out feeling good. But, you know, I, I love, I love these products. I, you know, I can hold up the men's frontier product. I have that right here. My, my husband's on that and he, he loves it. He gets energy from that. He takes it every day. You know, I, I, I love the products because, you know, I'll just talk about one thing in almost every one of these products has an, um, you know, DMG, which is an amino acid. It enhances your immune function. It's, um, it it promotes the production of TMB cells and macrophages. And one of the studies that they talk about with DMG is it actually increased the the production of antibodies by 400%. So you look at that kind of product and, and it's not a cheap product. And they put it in so many different places so your your body can benefit from this. And when we look at that and, and you know, going into the cleansing product, you said that toxic load. Well, if your body's toxic, you're not going to be able to get into um, production of ATP. So ATP is that energy, what you have to have from your cell. You're not going to have that. If you're overburdened with the toxic load of, you know, the world or stress, and you know, you're not gonna get that much out of it. I, I, I've seen a lot of weight loss. Um, I'll give you one, one, uh, one of my favorite stories. Recently, a patient came in, she was with another physician and she um, was on a synthetic product for her thyroid. And we changed that just by adding in um, ThyroComplete. Uh, another one of my, I have a lot of favorites as you can tell, mm-hmm. but ThyroComplete and um, she lost 15 pounds. <clears throat> Just by doing that. And what a difference for, for this woman. Because she felt like 
herself again. And she came in, she put a picture up on Facebook and she said, um, you need to go see Dr. Carter if you want to look like this. Because <laughs> She was so excited about how she felt and how she looked. And, mm -hmm. and that was one of her biggest complaints coming in, feeling tired, you know, kind of overweight and puffy and not feeling great and and walking out after you know she had three weeks of the product not even a full bottle three weeks and she lost 15 pounds and uh, now this, she, I, I never want to be without this this is one of those formulas that really exemplifies what we try to do because you know what one of the downfalls i think and dr carter you could probably you know address this is of of you know modern medicine or allopathic medicine is they try to teach they try to treat organs outside of the body yeah. so if they do the lab and of course they treat the lab and not the person but you treat the person how do you feel what's the changes i when you said that it was like that's perfect right. but when they try to treat the thyroid outside of the endocrine system you're not going to get maximum results. Thyrocomplete addresses the entire endocrine system. The whole, I call it the fat axis, P-H-A-T. So the pituitary, the hypothalamus, the adrenal, and the thyroid. That's why they're getting quicker results. Right. And if you look at the, that fat, as you like to call it, if you, you were looking at that, you know, we, we talked about the hypothalamus going and, and telling what niche is going to be triggered by this thyrocomplete. That's our, you know, so it is starting in your head, right? I always say, right. you're not wrong. When the doctor, when the other physician said, it's all in your head. And I go, yeah, you're right. It is in your head. But then we keep going to the pituitary yeah. gland. So you're, and the adrenals, if the adrenals are overstressed, we're not mm -hmm. going to work well. And hey, that's exactly what that addresses. You guys both mentioned the DMG and I want to talk more about it. We, in fact, we have a question of the day coming up about that. I want to pause for a moment and look at some upcoming events, including some we don't have on the list that Joe, you'll know about because Nutritional Frontiers is engaged in education. I can't keep up with you. It's so much. It's awesome though. But uh, if you go to the upcoming events tab at robertscatbell.com, Super Don will bring it up and we can show you real quick. Um, this month, and I hope that all of you could consider participating in it, if not supporting the event, it's the 13th U.S. Health Freedom Congress coming in Minneapolis, St. Paul, just outside the airport there. And uh, we've got a two-day event, and I'll be presenting as well on some uh, media things, how are we get the, the word on health freedom out to the, the, the larger world through uh, a lot of obstacles and censorship, et cetera. That's some of the things we'll be doing. We'll be honoring Scott Tips uh, from the uh, Nutritional, National Health Federation, doing amazing work for so many years. And we're all getting together, the health freedom leaders from around the world, much less the United States and even Canada that are going to be there. And it's a wonderful time. There'll be some voting members, also be non-voting members. You're welcome in any case. It's just a wonderful time to rub elbows with people that are really at the forefront and have been in, in, in many cases for decades of trying to reestablish freedom on our shores and around the world, particularly for health. And that means health freedom for doctors as well, not just for, you know, the people to access. We want doctors to be able to do what they're able to do without being oppressed by government that, don't, that know little or nothing about healing and medicine. And so this event's coming up. Anybody that wants to help sponsor the event, you're welcome. We support them tremendously, wholeheartedly. Love to see you there. Now, we also have uh, coming up after that, the Orlando event. And this is going to be the 7th, 8th, and 9th of October. And I think it might even start at the 6th with the Nurse Freedom Network. Kimberly Overton is added to the mix. We've got Peter McCullough scheduled there. Doctors Terry and Stu Warner, our good friend Judy Mikovits will join me there. I'll be there. Many others, too many to, to mention at the moment, but it'll be the Hyatt Regency Orlando, Florida. That's a wonderful big event. We'll have exhibit hall and I'll be broadcasting live. I'll be speaking at that event as well. Then we've got uh, what I call the granddaddy of them all, the Health Freedom Expo coming up October 15th 
and 16th, and that's in Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago. Usually we have a number of folks from Nutritional Frontiers there as well. It's a wonderful reunion, and you could see Brian Hooker scheduled there, Diane Miller once again, Sherry Tenpenny, Judy Mikovits, uh, my buddy Paul Baratero, Molecular Hydrogen, there's Tracy Strout, Ty and Charlene Bollinger. Again, it's a wonderful reunion, great educational opportunities, wonderful exhibitors. Jonathan Emord will be there. And uh, that's something you do not want to miss. I don't know how long if they're going to try and clamp us down in the winter months again. Who knows? You wouldn't put it past them anymore. They're trying to limit our ability to get together. But that's a, a you know a big issue. When you have the opportunity to get together with each other physically, it's, a, it's different than just Zoom or even what we do on this show. Like when we were together at Nutritional Frontiers in, in Pittsburgh, you make lifelong friendships as well. Uh, there's a camaraderie that happens. You extend your family of people that are trying to help people and you help one another in that mix. Um, and funny enough, I don't know, Joe, if you're going to be down because the following weekend, I think there's a nutritional frontiers event after the health freedom expo. I'm going to be back in Pittsburgh at mm-hmm. Beaver Falls, the health hut. I'll be speaking at a health freedom event in Pittsburgh area. And so I know I'll miss some of you that will be there, but tell me about the nutritional frontiers event that weekend as well. Well, yeah, we're going to definitely be at the uh, health and freedom in Orlando. We'll be exhibiting okay. there. Beautiful. I will be there. Awesome. So it'll be fun. Me, you, Judy, and, uh, everybody will tear the house down a little bit. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, that's going to be fun. And then, um, yeah, but we're looking forward to you, uh, to your event coming up also in Beaver. I think I know somebody's going to, I'm, I might be there, uh, okay. depending on who's going to Chicago, but we've got a lot going on, uh, in the month of October, a big, yeah. it's a big month for there us as far as yeah. educational. Health and freedom fair, October 22nd. That's a Saturday, uh, at, uh, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, the health hut. And they are, I was talking with them today and they are really committed to health freedom, you know, and it's sort of like, to me, it was like how nutritional frontiers is really committed to education. And of course, education is going to benefit. You'll sell products because you're educating about them too, but they work. So you'll sell more. And in this case, a health food store is really committed more than just educating about products, which is great. They're really committed to establishing a community of people, like-minded people that believe in the freedom to heal and to help one another. And I'm like, this is great. What's happening? This is like grassroots. It's not coming from a centralized bureaucracy in the district of criminals. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're all doing it. And I'm like, if you get a chance to come out and support these events, if you're nearby Pittsburgh, come and see us at that event. And then uh, I just got one more announcement here. I just learned yesterday. I heard from G Edward Griffin and the red pill expo is coming back for the first time. I think ever in salt Lake city, uh, I believe it's November 11th and 12th. Let me see if I can get my calendar to November and I will be speaking and emceeing at that event. No, it'll be the 12th and 13th of November at Salt Lake City. So those of you who haven't been to a Red Pill Expo, this is about red pilling on a lot of different issues. Health, yes, politics, history, et cetera. And it's a wonderful educational opportunity. And so I just kind of put it out to you. If you haven't considered coming to Salt Lake, November, it's shoulder season. So it's a little expensive, less expensive. I don't think it's full on snow season, but there could be early snow. You might ski a little bit. And uh, that's just some of what's up and coming. And I thank you all for indulging me in all of these events upcoming. And um, anything you want to add to that before we go into a little question of the day? Hey, if we if we come out to that Salt Lake City uh, red pill event, will we get to go to the range with you? 
Oh, dude, yeah, we would go to the range. Yeah, All right, come out. We would go out <laughs> shooting too. That's like a, a definite. Uh, I would look forward to that for sure. Now, uh, in the show notes, as you scroll down at robertscottbell.com, each and every day, Superdon puts it out there. We have a newsletter as well. You'll see Joe Messino, our guest, Dr. Elizabeth Carter, our guest. Scroll down. You'll link to, to uh, the Nutritional Frontiers, Superfied Organic U.S. Grown Hemp CBD products and more, including the September Focus on aging, skin solutions, and vision solutions, Astro Cleanse, Beauty Complete, Women's Complete, Men's Frontier, Frontier Men's Complete, Neto Keto 2020, and Pro Purples. Um, but this is a question that's coming in, Super Don. If you got the, the clip for the question of the day, we'll play that right now. All right, this is coming from Bill. He says, hi, guys. In regards to DMG, because I brought, brought it up last week when you weren't here, and Nutritional Frontiers, so there are many different name brands and different amounts of uh, so-called DMG strains. Do you recommend any particular brand and how many milligrams do you recommend? Now, you know that I utilize the Nutritional Frontiers brand and also bring it up because at the event, Judy Mikovits talked extensively about the damage that glyphosate is doing specifically to connective tissue integrity in the gut and elsewhere, uh, the glycine uh, receptors, et cetera, disrupting them. And that DMG is a very powerful option for people. Now, I say this not to give license for people to eat glyphosate-infested foods, but the recognition is that even if you try your best, you're going to be exposed to some glyphosate. So this is a very important thing. So both you, Dr. Elizabeth Carter, and Joe, I want you to chime in on the DMG question that Bill has and, and talk a little bit more how it can be used therapeutically. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you want mine, I'll, I'll start, Dr. Carter. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, DMG, um, it's one of those clinical pearls. It's, it's, a, it's just not utilized enough in our industry. We're doing our part. We've been doing it for 14 years. We brought it to the market 14 years ago. And in, DMG is an endogenous nutrient. Your body makes it uh, in small amounts. But the therapeutic levels of it have been proven to be effective in so many different um, condition states, disease states, for everything from general health with energy and, and uh, methylation uh, to increasing oxygen utilization. And who doesn't need that right now? For two and a half years, people have been cutting off their own oxygen, okay, wearing these face diapers. So everybody can benefit from DMG. However, it has, it's one of the safest nutrients there is. Now, Dr. Roger Kendall, he's the father of DMG. He wrote the book literally on DMG and all of the research. It was originally actually researched on animals and it was used on animals, racehorses and dogs, particularly in the sixties uh, and early seventies. Uh, but this is one of those nutrients that is so safe. I mean, there, uh, one of the parts of the question was, how much can you take? And is there too much? Is it ever toxic? No, it's never toxic. The LD, I believe it's the LD 50 on this is like 4,000 doses, not milligrams, doses of 125 milligrams. So it's absolutely physically impossible to ingest. Yeah, you couldn't ingest too enough much. to cause harm. You can't, That's great. you can't do Now it. at the same time, you don't need to ingest a ton to get benefit, right? Right. right. Exactly. Anywhere from 250 to 500 milligrams is a good daily dose mm -hmm. with condition specific protocols going up to 1500 to 2000 milligrams. So Dr. Carter, what have you seen clinically? You mentioned the DMG ingredient in, in a number of products, but if someone were focusing on it, I just brought up one particular area of interest because 
as Judy Mikovits knows, the glyphosate contamination is tr- is horrible and it's, and it's significant. And I think she's worked with Dr. Stephanie Seneff over this issue for a long time. Uh, do you see DMG as a viable way to help repair or maybe prevent some of the damage from the glyphosate? Absolutely. I Again, people during the whole two and a half years, as Joe was just talking about the the whole face diaper and the, you know, the locking down and the stress levels and the, you know, the, the China virus, we were talking about, you know, using DMG at three times a day, at least, especially when people came in, they walked out with either the chewable or the liquid, depending on what they wanted. And, you know, if we're looking at what, what it can do, you know, as I said before, it, it's going to increase antibody production. It's going to increase your T and B cells. And, that's what we need when we're fighting some kind of virus or as far as the glyphosate, for sure. If you don't have, you know, your, um, your, your detoxification pathways open and ready, then the, the your body can't get rid of that, that glyphosate. It's going to keep blocking every, um, you know, every pathway that you have, and it's just going to keep building up. And that's why we see these toxic livers. And this is especially good for your liver. It's going to support those top, you know, those pathways. It's also actually going to help with your um, glucose metabolism, which when we know when we're toxic, especially with glyphosate, your insulin and glucose levels go out of control. And that's one of the reasons you can't detoxify and your kidneys start to be be dysfunctional or, you know, dysregulated. And then you can't, all of your pathways that you're going to beside your skin is actually going to start to shut down. So DMG for me is one of my favorites. And uh, nutritional frontiers their inner dmg is is uh you know one of my one of my all-time favorites and i have to say with with um you know the detoxification part that's that's the key right there all right now i see another uh event here let me uh i don't know super don if you can find it if you go to the nutritional frontiers uh website and we are now early september but it's it's moving fast there's an event there called Biohacking Diabetes, a VIP dinner. Dr. Richard Silva, DO, Jamie Dorley in Orlando, Florida. He's getting to Orlando before we're getting there, Joe. Uh, yes, that's he is. September the 14th, the 5.38 p.m. event. I don't know if it's sold out already, but there's a phone number to call if you're in the Orlando area or want to be for that event, 412-922-2566 to register. Dial 412-922-2566. That's what I'm saying. You guys are engaged in a lot of education. It's hard to keep up with all the events, but we've got listeners and viewers all over the place. So it may end up popping up and they're, they're right in the neighborhood already. They might want to join in on that. And I think mm-hmm. they'll be greatly benefited by doing so. The VIP dinners are a way for us to get a <clears throat> small group of practitioners together, you know, anywhere from 20 to 30 practitioners uh, get them all together. We do it in a hotel or a restaurant, usually in a hotel where we can have a nice quiet area. And it's usually there's a focus, there's a keynote speaker like Dr. Silva. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we get these topics out to them and give them the information they need to bring back to their practice. And there's also a lot of roundtable discussion going on as well. So they're able to talk with their peers and, and really work together and bring the knowledge to the table that they've all accumulated. And these are the kind of things that we found are so much more beneficial than these huge conferences with thousands of attendees. Now, you know, these days, I don't even know if those will ever come back, hmm. but it doesn't matter because we've been doing these live events, Robert, all through the last two and a half years. We didn't yeah. stop. You guys and didn't so stop. Yeah. we're not going to stop. 
to your credit. Now, um, Dr. Carter, uh, we have your website linked up as well, Restorative Health Center, and center is abbreviated CTR, RestorativeHealthCenter.com. And, you know, where are you located if people wanted to consult with you or your team? Is, is it on-site only? Do you do remote support? Tell me about what you do in practice there. Sure. Um, you know, we do, we like to see people um, mostly, but we do remote because we understand people may be in other states or other areas. So we want to make sure that we, we reach out to as many people as possible. So we do remote or telemedicine, however you want to call it. And, um, you know, we do support the patient. So it's not just me. We have, we have, we have RNs here that are holistic and all, um, you know, they, with it, uh, Joe's met some of them coming to, uh, the, uh, meetings and they, they're my, I have to tell you, I love nutritional frontiers and, but their minds were totally blown. They just kept walking up to anybody from nutritional frontiers going, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I learned so much. You know, they bring the the pamphlets home and, you know, I, I have one right here. They bring them home and they're like, uh, they study them, they learn about them, you know? Um, so anyways, for the patient, that's a good, that's a good thing or client, the patient, um, yeah. you know, we have a lot of ways of helping them, whether it's in person or, you know, via, um, tele. It says Malvern, Pennsylvania. Where is Malvern? Malvern, Pennsylvania is a suburb of Philadelphia. Oh, so, so you're on the other side of the state. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're still on the, we're still in Philadelphia. Uh, so we're, we're about five hours from Joe. No, that's what I'm thinking. I was thinking yeah. Pittsburgh yeah. focus, right? Yeah. Other side of the state from there. Philly, yeah. Is there we, a big rivalry to people from Philly get along with people from Pittsburgh or is it like they don't get along? You know, well, it's only the football teams that don't like each other, but otherwise exactly. we yeah. we're all well, well, the hockey teams don't get along quite well. well either, but but <laughs> as far as the state, we're one big happy state, right? Yeah, we so are. We, want to help each other yeah well that's cool so if you happen to be in the, again outside the philly area or in that realm that you could actually visit the restorative health center and dr and dr carter will be able to help you or others in our, on our team and staff that's great i love spotlighting folks that are actually doing good work they're empowering people they're not disempowering them and providing uh, again practical pragmatic solutions and are at, and really invested in the education that we talked about here so that you spend the time and energy and information and even the, the time it takes uh, and the cost associated because none of this is free ultimately, but you're doing it because you want to help people even more efficiently. You know, we don't want to go to some place and go, hey, let's make it more complicated. No, each time we learn, we're like, oh, we used to do it this way. We found this way works even better and quicker and it's safe again. Of course it is. That's what we focus on here too. Oh, that again. event, that last event, Robert in Pittsburgh, that was going to yeah. be tough to top. That was uh, good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with the, the the speaker lineup with yourself, Dr. Tracy, Dr. Judy, and Dr. Len Brancevitz. I mean, I don't know, Jamie. I'm sure we'll find a way to top it. Uh, every sing, you know, every time we'll, we'll do a little bit bigger, a little better. But it was this is going to be a hard one to top because the the level of expertise on that panel was unbelievable and as as dr carter mentioned her you know her nurses were just you know overwhelmed and that's okay because then you absorb it you use it you start mm -hmm. to utilize it in practice and then it becomes a little bit easier a little bit better but, but uh, did you, you did a good to... job of keeping all those guys in line robert i that's what i, I knocked some heads right uh, yeah. <laughs> world's best mc whatever i got to do to help people get well uh i imagine dr carter you must have had more discussions afterwards with your staff about what they learned because you don't want to leave people in a state of, Oh, it's too much. But by digesting it and talking about it, you, you can implement it fairly right. simply considering the complexity of some of the information presented. Absolutely. 
it's um you know it's it's actually um one of the things we do we have we have weekly meetings and and or if a you know if one of the nurses or uh, any of the staff want to have any questions not only do we use the utilize the sheets that nutritional frontiers gives us but we have um you know we have monthly meetings with nutritional frontiers and that way we can go over any questions besides myself answering those questions and how i would implement it then we actually have you know our monthly meeting with um with uh with mike gallagher and we go through any questions we have and and even we may even say hey listen we have this uh, case and we saw some change but we didn't see enough change what what do you, you know what are your thoughts or what have you seen? So we're always learning and wanting to implement. So they see, my staff sees that I might not know everything, which is great. They they know that we want to learn and help the patient. So I'll say, you know, hey, I had this patient with, um, you know, some cardiac issues and, you know, we're not curing anybody with these things. We're just helping the body um, with its innate intelligence and becoming the best it can possibly be. But we we utilize the the products in, in a better way and and they see that too. Nice. Uh, I want to shout out to my buddy, Dr. Ray Andrews, who's got an integrative uh, practice as a physician and he was trained allopathically, but doing incredible work in terms of integrating and nat more natural therapies. And I noticed that we've been there recently visiting. I did an education session for his staff in-house, which was fun and notice every week there once a week, they are all meeting as a staff, the doctor, the staff, and they're talking and they're educating, they're covering things. And I'm like, this is really amazing. This is not just like a automatic pilot scenario, constantly trying to see where things are going. What can we learn? How can we apply this? Investing all of that time, again, ultimately to benefit the people in need that need the help. And again, that's why I see thematically the investment in education is like, I don't know why folks don't do it that don't yet pay attention and start. Well, you know, that's uh, that's the the gauntlet that we decided to pick up is the educational one. And um, it's going to grow. We're looking at, at more ways to 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 bring these events to the public and to the practitioners. I mean, it's it's important for both, um, but primarily for the practitioners, because then they can touch hundreds and thousands of other people. So that trickle down effect is what is important. And somebody's got to start it. And that's what we're trying to do. So with your help. Robert, with uh, practitioners like Dr. Carter, uh, it's going to be an easier road uh, ahead. So we're still going to plow it. Well, I, Elizabeth Carter, I appreciate you being on board today. Again, it was great to meet you at that event. And I thought it would be cool to have you on. And, and it, it, indeed it was uh, to show, show how you can integrate these things into practice. And, uh, you know, folks, you don't have to be a medical doctor, Ph.D., overachieving doctor of chiropractic like Dr. Carter. You don't have to do that. You can still help people. But it's cool if, you, if you're interested and in, in want to go that route, not knocking it at all. Uh, everybody's got a different path here. And folks, you, you know, if it's just to help yourself and your immediate family, that's great. If it's to step it up and do, you know, more uh, educational forums in a formal way, whether it be on site or remotely, whatever we can do to support your efforts to bring the healing to yourself and or to others. And this is a big part of the mission and the journey here. And I'm glad to be aligned with you guys as well on this journey because it makes it a lot more fun. I think it's important to, to seek out someone like Dr. Carter first mm -hmm. because you start with the body and the nutrition and the toxicities first. Yeah. You can always fall back on an allopathic pathway, right, Dr. Carter? But you got to start here first. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the thing that, that we keep talking, going back to the same themes of education, 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 and, and to me, the best patient is an educated patient or an educated client. 
because if they start to know their body, they're going to call us and say, hey, I'm not feeling right. Can we shift something? Can I come in and see you? And to me, again, so if Nutritional Frontiers is, is pushing that, that envelope, then we're going to do the same because we want an educated person walking in and they're going to be able to heal. And with all this shutdown that we had for two and a half years, patients, people, were looking for answers and they didn't have enough of their own. So we educate them so they can start to look and, and learn and see. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, look, I, I, again, thrilled to have you both on board. Uh, give a shout out to our buddy, Jamie Dorley, who's out on the road doing, doing the great work that he's doing. Um, hopefully we can get together again at another event. It seems like Joe, we're going to be at a few events together. And I look forward to seeing you also again in Pittsburgh at that event in Beaver Falls. Uh, again, I know there's another event elsewhere, maybe in Florida at the time, but we, we got to be where we got to be. If we're invited somewhere, we want to try and go if we can. Uh, and in fact, tonight I might be invited to go see Kansas in concert. How, how cool is that? <laughs> Well, you know, you got to talk to Jamie because uh, a weekend or so ago here in Pittsburgh, there was a, a, a three or four nights in a row with all the 80s bands and uh, he was he was in his glory. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I'm more of a blues guy, though. You like the blues? Well, I, I don't I'm mind blues the blues guy. at all. Yeah. But, uh, for me, one of the greatest bands in the history of progressive rock, Kansas. Uh, and uh, to get to see them again would be amazing. So that may happen. I'll let everybody know if that happens. But uh for goodness sake, what a, what a wonderful time with both of you today. And I want to thank Nutritional Frontiers for their support of this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. Uh, if you haven't already plugged in to become a customer of uh, Nutritional Frontiers, you can go one of the ways, cbdnf.com. We talked about their certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD products. You can go directly there, enter the code RSB15, get 15% off. Sign up for, if you're in the United States, they can send you samples to try if you want to try and take a picture with them, send them into Superdon, askrsb at gmail.com. And we'll be added to the, uh, the, the, the beautiful collage of people that have gotten that. And occasionally we do a giveaway and it's a wonderful gift basket that you'll receive. So take advantage of that if you haven't already. And uh, we'll look forward to getting you guys back on again and seeing you at the next uh, educational event. Absolutely. Dr. Carter, thanks for joining us today. This thanks, was great. Carter. Good pleasure. Thank you. Love I appreciate you again. it. Shout Bye. out Thanks, to your Robert. nurses and the staff. I got to see at that event as well. And hopefully we'll get to see him again in another. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. All right. And Joe, you rocking it as always, man, doing great work at their new studio. I'm so impressed with that uh, little promo piece on the, the CBD. I love it. Making my job even easier to help you know the good stuff to get in you. And uh, uh, there's Joe again. Like I said, don't get, don't let it go to your head, buddy, but you did great. <laughs> I told you it wasn't me. It was it was our producer, director, cinematographer, Philly yeah. Phil. He's the guy that. that put that together. He made me look good. Yeah, I know. We here we are, Wayne's worlding it, and you got this pro right there doing it all the way, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. So that was great to have Dr. Card on. I appreciate you making that possible. And uh we'll look forward again seeing you. There, there's gonna be a lot of upcoming events, uh September, October, November. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be busy. Three months. Usually it slows down around the holidays when we get to Thanksgiving to Christmas time. But until then, but until then we're going to rock it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Busy. So thanks, Joe. Yes, Big sir. hug. All right, Robert. Thanks, man. See you. All right. This is the place for health, freedom and healing Liberty. We'll be back to find out the poll results of today's uh, newsletter that super Don sent out. And it could be a controversial response. We'll find out, but stick around 60 seconds from now. We'll be back. If you're listening to the podcast after the fact, it might be a blip and we're back already, but either way, I appreciate you because the power to heal is yours.
Wow, what a great, great show today. Uh, Zen Honeycutt, <coughs> despite the audio issues, was uh, tenacious. She kept it coming in. Uh, learning about that neighborhood whole, I mean, that neighborhood food network. To me, that was a spotlight highlight, as well as talking with Joe and Dr. Carter in the second uh, hour. But the neighborhood food network, we plugged into uh, growing seasons. You find out what zone you're in. It's not that hard to find growing zone. And then you can plug in at uh, Neighborhood Health Network, I'm sorry, Neighborhood Food Network to find out if you're new to gardening and farming, whatever. Hey, when do I when do I plant this? When is it too late? Where do I do inside, outside, all of that? That to me was a spotlight highlight as well today, in addition to talking about the things we did education-wise with uh, Joe and Dr. Carter. Super D, great show, my friend. And what did you think about that? Like you can now find the zone you're in if you don't already know it and have it's things. It's pretty cool. I got to check this out. Yeah. yeah. I got to check this out and see. Cause I mean, uh, they did everything to just you know, no excuses. Right. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, Oh, right. well, I don't know what to say to them. Oh, well, here's a flyer. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Well, here, here's a sign up sheet. You know I mm -hmm. mean? It's just like, it's all there. So it's either you do it or you don't. There's not a, I, I can't figure out how to do it. Cause they basically just kind of spell it all out for you, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Pretty amazing. Right? Yeah, pretty yes. amazing. Well, the things All we right. learn, I learn while we're on the show, you see me learn them and get giddy like a schoolboy about excitement, about <laughs> new things that were like, oh, I didn't know about that. That's awesome. Yay. I'm just looking at the chat room, by the way, or robertscottbell.com slash listen if you ever want to join us live. In the chat room, who shows up late? Leslie. She said she had a homeschool co-op and just got home. What is that I'm seeing a picture of? Happy birthday, Sophia, 10 years old, and she's got a Jurassic Park cake. <laughs> Holy cow. You see the that. pictures of this? I don't know if you can that show it on screen. That is a cool cake. Now, but who, it's made the, apparently who made the cake? Did, did Leslie make the cake? Uh, yes, she did. I think so, yeah. Leslie she says it's organic and gluten-free. is rocking the cake decoration there. My wife does the same thing. I, she would be very impressed with that. That's cool. How that Dude, I, I want a birthday cake like that, Leslie. Uh -huh. uh, you got time. We got time. Uh, that anyway, awesome. that's really cool. And how do you do the colorings to make it so they're not synthetic and artificial? I know there are ways, and, and Leslie knows them. But can you show that picture on screen for those that are not in the chat room? Because that's really intricate, the I design, everything that she did there. That's a, that's a cool cake. And by the way, I had on, on Saturday, we did our um, weekly. My wife and I go out to the Redmond, and we have an organic meal. And it was nice. And they had, guess what, this time, like a... A velvet chocolate pie, organic. And, oh, velvet man. chocolate? Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was so good. I couldn't do that every week, but boy, that was amazing. Oh, look at this. That's a organic, gluten-free, and clearly no additives, preservatives, coloring, flavorings. Not synthetic, anyway. But what did you use to make the green color and the blue color and all of that? I, don't, I just don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. That's right. I want to know. That is impressive. If you have a birthday, Leslie will make it even better <laughs> with one of those things. That's pretty cool. All right, let's see. Trinity, eight more weeks because we have shifted to the business portion of coaching. Oh, okay, there's more. Murdoch says he's got more to do with health co the health coach program. It's thorough. It's very thorough. So well, we won't we won't ban you from the no, of course uh, chat not. room for that. Murdoch is yeah. still welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Love the integrity, though, right? Yeah, of course. The need to, to uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, still waiting on that. Steven's asking if the dinosaurs are edible and organic and gluten-free as well. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're like plastic from China on top of it. You don't eat them then, of course. <laughs> I mean, they'll try to pick it apart. Oh, yeah, well, is this organic? <laughs> yeah. I'm not being a butthead. I'm See, ha-ha, you suck. No, that's not what we're doing here. No, no. No edible dinos. They are toys. LOL, very synthetic. Okay, so, okay. yeah. That, All right. As long as the okay. kids don't eat them. Usually at 10, it's not a they figure out dinosaur. not to eat those things. So yeah. disappointed. Yeah. So, so disappointed. Hmm. Oh, man. All right. Well, good poll, show Yeah, it was. Poll it question. Went fast. Poll question. All right. Poll so question. Poll Let's question is mm-hmm. from today's newsletter. Denver is considering okay. decriminalizing possession of psychedelic mushrooms, otherwise mm. known as magic mushrooms. Yeah. Would you support? And, you know, okay. it's an interesting question because... Mm-hmm. I think there's a stigma around it, and we'll maybe we can go into that after we see the result. But what do you think our subscribers? What was mm. the, the the winning answer on that? Would Dude. you support the decriminalization yeah. of psychedelic mushrooms? Well, the more I've looked into mushrooms as medicine, the more I'm in favor of decriminalization. In fact, the more I'm in favor of more doctors and and, and people to, to begin to look at this as a legitimate form of of healing. You know, a lot of mental and emotional stress and trauma, et cetera. And, and I'm a particular fan of what they call microdosing. I know some people are into the full on experience. And I would say with a shaman or whatever it is, the guide. But I would say our, our audience is going to be split on this because a lot of people are like, you know, we've been programmed drugs, drugs, bad, drugs, bad. Look, how many of us looked at cannabis or marijuana and said, oh, that's just bad. Now realize, my gosh, that's a plant that God created. and It's, it's helping a lot of people. Right. And is there some holdout in that? regard specific to mushrooms that we've been lied to about those two. Now, am I in saying this, that I would be in favor of decriminalization big time, uh, that, uh, I want everybody to go out and have acid trips and drive in car. No, come on, don't go there. <laughs> but the point is our vilification of natural substances that God created versus the embracing, almost the mandated embracing of synthetic toxic poisons by man via FDA approval. Hands down, no problem. Mushrooms way better, I'd say. Now, I'm again, I'm very intrigued by the microdosing, what we're learning about it and what it can do safely without causing those trips to people uh, to vomit and get sick. But even that has a medicinal benefit. Did you hear that uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think every year off season, he'll go down to South America and do ayahuasca? He says it really changed his perspective on everything in yeah. life and football, too. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm, 30, I think three, three I think hours the, later, what do you I, think the people <laughs> shut up? I think the majority is going to be yes, but it's not going to be a, a, a slam dunk. I think it's going to be a little closer. The yes and no. Okay. A little closer. All right. Let's yeah. see. What did we, what did we have here? So it looks like we had a 43% mm-hmm. that said, yes, they would support decriminalization. Yeah. 30% said no, and 26% said not sure. So yeah, jury's we, we, the leaning audience. on the yes side. But not overwhelming. really kind of split three ways, yeah. really. That's what I thought. That was my sense of this. And it's so. interesting. And, you know, you you you, um, you addressed actually what I was, was thinking before mm-hmm. we showed the results, which is this is the same thing we went through when we were talking about CBD and THC and stuff, you know, where... A lot of people mm-hmm. um, were thinking reefer madness. Still, you know? right? Yeah, they're going to that extreme. And now, now yeah. the mushrooms are a little different. And I don't know if you ever had any experience with that. 
Um, not not personally, no, but but you knew people probably who did, right? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I and mean, I was it was, a, it was a big thing there for a while. It's not mm-hmm. as big a deal now as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, people still still use them, and yeah. you know, I've I've heard I of of all the people that I've I've talked to that have dabbled in stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I have never heard, and I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but I've mm. never heard of a like a a terrible thing. You know, people have had bad experiences with that kind of because sure. it doesn't messes with your mind, and you see things that aren't really there, and you experience things that aren't aren't. You can, know. can we differentiate LSD from what we're talking about? Because we're not talking about LSD. We're sort talking of, about- yeah. Because I mean, LSD is going to be a synthetic, right? LSD drug creation by that CIA. will cause similar type things. I think I think it's far more intense on LSD than it is. Just with, like anything, you mushrooms. take it out of the natural realm and you synthesize it. You're going to have problems that you wouldn't have. MDMA is another way. one that yeah. that has um, you know which, which is like ecstasy, which is yeah. is another one that's a synthetic. But you know, I've actually, I mean, I've heard people say some good things about that stuff too, where it's, it's, it's just yeah. But it's you can have things, but. you can have people that are on SSRIs that said, oh, it's the only thing that worked for me. Even we're not going to be fans of SSRIs. Sorry, not right. happening. Right. So I think that's a distinction that needs to be made, and it's hard to in a poll question. I get it. So sure. that may be a you know part of the reason why it's not a slam dunk of like, yes, we're in favor of of you know God's medicine over man's medicine. Obviously, we want it used appropriately. What does that mean? Each individual is different and how it's used to benefit you, I think, should be a choice that you make or yours in conjunction with whoever you're working with on that front. Right. uh, But yes, I think the microdosing of mushrooms, we're going to look back and go, man, were we lied to about mushrooms, too. It's big science right now. It really is. There's a lot of of clinical trials and a lot of promising results that I've seen on Mm -hmm. a growing body of science showing that uh, depression and PTSD and things like that. It, this stuff is just working great, and you don't have the side effects and, and you know, the cause. Now, of course, we know, mm-hmm. like, every time that there's some great thing, like they, they did with CBD, mm-hmm. bastards, Yeah, they, they took it and they right. synthesized it to make it a drug, right? right? And, and you know suddenly, that eventually uh, when the psilocybin trials it. are successful enough, in fact, it's already probably already happening. There's probably already somebody in, in, in the in boardrooms at these pharmaceutical companies going, okay, you know, pretty soon it's going to be time. We need to be prepared and be on the front line of this. They're going to figure out a way to try and synthesize it and make mm-hmm. it a drug. Rather, well, than they probably can... already have it. Now they're just going to now that's trying to get out in a non-synthesized way. They're going to try and put the kibosh on it, so to speak. But then again, they're pushing forward in cities and states to nullify any federal prohibitions, and yep. that's good. That's a good thing. Uh, let's see what else we got in the. So thank you for everybody who participated yeah. in that poll. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the newsletter yet, um, please do mm-hmm. so. And uh, for those of you that are subscribed, feel free at any time to shoot me an email mm-hmm. uh, and let me know if you know if there's something that you'd like to see different. You know, mm-hmm. if there's something I'm not putting in there that you'd like to see. Um, if I suck, I don't <laughs> care. Just let me know. Let them know. Yeah. Tell I, I love I love input, and you know the thing is, just you know, for example, it's like when people actually say, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, one thing you could try is doing this," and like, I do it, mm-hmm. you know. I, it's not like you know, it's not like you're gonna you tell so me that nimble. you really want something. I'm gonna be like, Very you know, unless it's, unless it's dumb, you know, yeah. then then I won't. But mm-hmm. I, I don't expect that I'll I'll get too many dumb ideas. Yeah. So 
anyway yeah, yeah. please let me know because i want to make this thing perfect yay so murdoch has another comment in other news he says i may have my first coaching client in our liberty group here in kentucky i asked for someone to volunteer for an activity for my health coach she was so impressed that she wants to discuss fees with me regarding taking on as a client Again, another layer of how fast can you put into the, 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 your service <laughs> that it's compensatable? That is, yeah. somebody is willing to say, you know what? I appreciate what you're doing for me here. I want to here. I want you to have That's this. Really so cool. there again is, you know, if y'all think it's not possible to do well with this kind of information, education, Trinity School of Natural Health is amazing. TrinitySchool.org. Murdoch's slaying it. And he's not even finished. Good job, Murdoch. Cool. All right, let's see what else we got here as far as comments, questions. Yeah, so what happened with Kansas, a buddy of mine, a naturopath, homeopath buddy, who has, a, I guess, a family member or close friend that works at the, uh, I think, at the concert venue up there where, where this is going to be. And I said, he's got two tickets. He's got two tickets. Is he going? Yeah, he's going. I was like, well, Neil, if, uh, if he's not, you let me know. I'm going with you. And he called me this morning and said, well, turns out those two tickets he's not using them i said that means you and me he says no no it's me and my wife he said i'm like oh man but i'm gonna get there early and there'll be people selling tickets and i'll i'll get a couple and then if you want to go so uh if, if indeed he is able to do that he'll give me a text or call this afternoon and my daughter and i will go up and see kansas in concert today which would be like a thrill she my my daughter when i told her that she was jumping up and down in her text messages you could tell she was so excited talk about me being excited about something kansas i get to see kansas awesome love my daughter loves good music that's cool yeah that is cool mm -hmm. all right well let's see here what do we got going on tomorrow good question I don't Tomorrow, know. Tomorrow, hour one, we'll have Sherry Neal. Oh, Sherry's awesome. And she's picked up a lot of the, uh, the what we call the lineage. I don't know how to say this, but the traditions of not a doc, Chris Barr, not a nurse, and a lot of the whole food supplements that we talk about, Sherry Neal does and promotes and educates on. And she's keeping the, uh, the missing link available for everybody, which is a great mineral complex. We'll talk about tomorrow on the air with her. I use it every day. And we can get it through Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. He's at 866-424-1077. And you can use the code RSB5 to get a little discount when you order anything you order from him. Let him know that you heard about it through the Robert Scott Bell Show. And uh, you'll get the good whole food supplements that we take here. So check that out. That'll be awesome. I don't know if we'll have Ty Bollinger or not. No, I, I talked with Ty earlier, and he's still recovering from a, a surgery. Uh, and then also... His daughter, Brianna, her birthday is tomorrow. Oh, okay. I think it, she, so she, no tie tomorrow, then. 21 or 22. I don't think so, no. So I said, give a big happy birthday hug to Brianna Bollinger mm -hmm. and tell her we love her and we're proud of her. She's doing amazing things in the music industry in Nashville, doing some cool stuff. So okay. it's fun to watch these so kids So Sherry Neal tomorrow and then who knows we'll an hour see. And then Thursday, we'll be here with Jonathan E. Moore, per usual. I don't know. Do we have another guest for Thursday coming up? Jonathan Otto will be with oh, us. Oh, Jono. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, Friday is a travel day because I'm going to travel uh, to Sarasota to be with my Quinto family, um, Seth and Ben and uh, Theo and Jesse 
and their mother, Ruth, the, the, Stephen Quinto passed away. I mentioned this a week or two ago on the air, and I'm going to go to the memorial service there to be with them. And um, it'll be a sad event, but we'll celebrate his life because it's worth celebrating. And so, Super D, if we can pre-record at least an hour for Friday sometime before then, and, and then I'll have to put together a recording for Sunday because I won't have time to do it there. Uh, so there are two things we need to pre-record in advance this week. Okay, I will I will get that worked out. Okay, and let's see. Has Michael Bolden found a new home away from the smoke and the stuff that's <laughs> trash that's burning in L.A.? Dude, we got smoke here again, too. Do you? You have fires there? There's a fire in... Um... Oh, remember I mentioned, I think I mentioned it the, on Friday, I said weed was on fire. Oh, yes, weed, that's California. right. California. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a little smoky around here. Also, but, there's um, the Jim Turner Memorial on, on, on the 10th as well. So some really great people we're going to honor on that day. And the U.S. Health Freedom Congress coming up the 23rd and 24th in Minnesota. And I remember mentioning last week, and I've got to get it on the calendar if I don't have it on the calendar. Let me see if I can figure out if it is in October. Going to uh, do something with natural immunogenics. Uh, let's see, Tuesday. Let's see, what is it? No, that's the 27th. Let me go to Tuesday. There's a lot going on on the 4th of October. Let's see. That's the day Nutritional Frontiers is back on the show. I'm going to yep. be live doing a consumer event at Chamberlain's. Let's see, that will be in Lake Mary, north of Orlando, on October the 4th, 5 o'clock event in the afternoon, and that's the 4th of October. That's been added into the mix. We don't have that up on our upcoming events tab yet, but I'm just saying it ver verbally to you. Verbally. Okay. And on the 5th of October, which is a Wednesday after the broadcast, I may be broadcasting from there, I don't know, but I'll be doing a live event, public event, Chamberlain's Natural Foods, East Orlando location on Colonial, East Colonial. Uh, and that, that leads us into the American Health and Freedom Summit, uh, the wellness parenting event with Stu and Terry Warner. That'll be 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then home again, home again, and then not long, then we go right back out to the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, the 14th and 15th and 16th, technically 15th and 16th of um, October. And then come back and then go out again, the Health Hut public lecture event, Health Freedom event, 22nd of October. And that'll be outside of Pittsburgh in Beaver Falls, Beaver area of uh, Pittsburgh. And then, as I mentioned earlier today, for the first time, confirming now, the Red Pill Expo will be the 12th and 13th of November in Salt Lake City, Utah. And so out west this time. And David Martin will be there. He'll be one of the keynotes. And I'd love to see all y'all there. I will be emceeing. I'll be presenting as well. And uh, that's going to be fun. So that's what I have updated on the calendar. Not everything is in the upcoming events tab yet, but we'll work on getting You and I will have to compare notes uh, yeah. later just so I can make sure I can get that stuff put up there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anything else in the uh, chat room? What's going on there? Mm, let's see here. Huh. Steven saying, in case the Kansas concert is loud, Niacin or nicotinamide ribosome may offer some protection from hearing loss. Yeah, how about if I just put some earplugs in just to take uh, some decibels out of it, like when we go out shooting. We can do that, too. When you're at a concert, is there such a thing as too loud? 
<laughs> yes, yes, there is. When you're, I guess it old. depends on where you're sitting. I've been to, yeah. I've been to a concert before where, where your ears you're, ring for you're days, like right next to the speakers, and yeah. You know. Remember Fog Hat? Was that a loud concert? That was a loud concert. Yeah. We haven't decided when the AMA is. We just did a Saturday, didn't we? Yes. Um, we did. So let's look at September then. Um, we would do a weekday. In the midst of all of this travel, when would be the best day to do it? Um, okay. Toward the end of the month, when do we travel? September. It's the Health Freedom Congress. Final week. 29th. What is a Thursday? Have we ever done one on a Thursday evening? I don't think so. 10.30 a.m. Would, the, would a Thursday evening work like the 29th of, of September? I'm sorry. Let me know if anybody's out there watching or listening. Would Thursday the 29th work for anybody to do? It would be a, what, 7 o'clock Eastern? No, it would be 8 o'clock. When, when do we usually do that? 4 o'clock? Yes. 4, 4 o'clock Pacific. 7 o'clock Eastern mm. for an AMA? Mm -hmm. Just throwing it out there as a possibility. Leslie wants Wednesday the 28th. She's got some some cred there. Thursday is the Make Americans Free Again meeting, Murdoch says. Uh, so 27th would be better. Murdoch. I show say. that as wide open, Tuesday the 27th. Let me look at my calendar. Hold on, stand by. Um, upcoming events, calendar, September 27th. I have to do a professional training at 6 p.m. local time. We're, we do ours, what, from five to seven mountain time. So I couldn't do it then. No. So my, on my 27th is, is locked in the 28th. I could usually, I like to do the health independence Alliance meetings. That's why I, can if we I back can back it up a, a week. How do you mean to the, uh, like the, the 20th or the 27th? For some reason they got me Tuesday evening. Again, the 20th is another uh, training event at six. What about Thursday, the 22nd, uh, flying out to the U S health. Oh, Freedom Congress. Flying. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's difficult to try and figure it out. You know what? I, I, I could do the 28th. I would just have to miss a meeting, a local meeting. But I'd do it for you guys. Does you Leslie vote for, for the 28th? All right. I'm just going to do it. AMA, right. September 28th. Yeah. And it's going to be at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to block out a couple hours. Okay. And... Done. All right. So we're going to do a Wednesday, the 28th of September AMA. So if you're not already a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show, please do so. Join us. We have openings. Yeah, we do have openings. We do. Yeah. There's a few open seats. Maybe if Michael Patreon. has a new place to live, I would have him as our special guest to have fun and make fun of him. Or no, he'd make fun of me, but that's okay. 10th Amendment Center. Come on. We've got to find a way to get him on. You know that. Busy guy. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Let me find out if I'm going to go see Kansas this afternoon. If so, I've got to make some plans because it's a it's a long ride to get there. Well, have fun if you get to go. Have fun if you don't get to go. Either way, we'll try to have fun. But it would be amazing to see Kansas. I would love that. All right. So thank you all for being here once again. Uh, thanks to Doc Carter. Thanks to Joe Messino. Thanks to Zen Honeycutt. 
And thanks to all y'all for supporting this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. And God willing, we'll see you less than 22 hours from now with another great show. See ya.